What's going on, everybody? This is Catfish on Ice, episode 152, our first watch-along episode of the season, 2022-2023, with Chad Mittenton and Rich Howe, your host, and Kyle Perkins is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Yep. Rich, how are you doing over there, man? You're squirming well, a little bit, and I think it's because of this ESPN Plus broadcast. It is absolutely because of that. I was on ESPN Plus, and it was showing the Predators game, and then it disappeared all of a sudden, and I found out. I guess it's on ESPN, so we got to wait until the, the Philly-Tampa Bay game's over, which is in about 20 seconds. Yes. I think it'll be okay. If this game goes to overtime, I don't know. Um, We'll it see what happens. It's not looking good for the home team here. But yes, a little we're scrambling a little bit here because uh, it this game is actually on ESPN. It's not on ESPN Plus. So if you're no. not in the Predators National <clears throat> Region, which we're not, me or Rich are not in the National Predators Region, then well, actually uh, I am. I am. You are. It's, I am. Yeah. Okay. Consi- Believe it or not, I know, it's weird, but yes, I am considered in, in that region because they blacked games out before, so. Okay, well, this game is on ESPN nationally televised tonight, so the, the puck drop's going to be in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Watch along episode, Catfish on Ice, episode 152. Chad Minton, Rich Howe, your host. Kyle Perkins <coughs> is about to join us in a few as well to have a grand old time as we hopefully can see our Nashville Predators um, get over this hangover that they might be carrying over in, from that Dallas Stars matchup. Because that those two games, uh, we quickly forget about those. That was a lot of ugly, for sure. There was uh, some very uh, strange things going on in those games. So even though both final scores are very lopsided, that second game was particularly – on Saturday, that game was so infuriating because oh, yeah. how many times did the Predators have a chance to push one past Jake Ottinger, and they just couldn't finish. They just couldn't do it. It was like there was some force field around the net in Dallas that just said, you know it's- what, the Predators are not going to score a goal yeah. tonight, a meaningful goal. I know they scored one, but, you know whatever yeah um very strange to to go from look at well i mean i was gonna say they looked good against san jose but there was a couple times where they didn't look so good but they just could not get anything going and it was just uh, i i it was so weird because they just nothing clicks nothing's clicking so well look we're we're only four games through this season the season is literally in its infancy but what really is a little unnerving, and this is why I'm so ready to watch this game tonight, is the Predators are four games through, and they've only played two two teams. Yes. <laughs> they played the San Jose Sharks, or who are currently the only 0-4 team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. They are the only team that, it- that, that has played four games and lost all four games. Yep. And then they played the Dallas Stars, who uh, are a division rival. That first game on Thursday was a buzzsaw. It was – you're talking about a team who's opening their season with a brand-new head coach. They're ready to play. They're hungry. And 
and you're talking about a Predators team who just came back from a trip to Europe and was mm-hmm. gone. So I didn't really get yeah. too upset over that loss. But that Saturday game was just, like I said, very infuriating, very hard to watch, very yeah. just like tested your patience because well, there were chances yeah. to score. There were chances to make that game way more competitive than the five to one final score that what what ended up being. For sure. Yeah. Um, I guess the Thursday, obviously the big disappointment would it was a first home opener, um, which was just and and then just to watch them play so bad was just really disappointing. But then you're like, like you said, you know, Saturday rolls around and you're like, all right, they're gonna get their stuff together. Nope, probably worse than Thursday, if in my opinion. So yeah, it was. We're, we're going to talk a little bit more about it, but we're yeah. also going to get you ready for this game coming up here very soon between yep. the Preds and the Kings. Wow! Laptop down. Chad dropped his laptop. Look at that. You good? You lost me. Nope, you're good. I see you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> Just so excited about this game. No, no, you're like knocking your stuff off. I lost my keyboard. <laughs> can you see me? I can see you. It's a little high. All right. There you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I got to flip my laptop here. There we go. There we go. Live streaming Perfect. here. Live streaming. I'm actually having to hold up my laptop right now. That is a first. That um, was fun. I don't think you've ever. Two episodes. We've never done that. That's funny. Um, Nikki says, uh, hey, sorry about those Dallas games. Nikki is a, a Dallas fan. It's fine. Nothing to be sorry about, man. Those dudes are ripping it. So, yeah, for sure. What was I getting to? Oh, yeah. I was talking about we're going to preview the Kings, right? Before my laptop went Kings. flying. Cord tro- pro- problems here. Um, They're showing uh, Kevin Fiala. So we got to preview the Kings here. The Kings have given up four plus goals in all four of their games. They gave up six goals to the Wild, and they still won that game. So you're going up against Cal Peterson, who is not going to be confused for being an elite goaltender in this league. Um, to the Kings' credit, they have plenty of great goal scorers in their own, and we know about a couple of them. Uh, of course, Kevin Fiala was the big offseason acquisition. But I mean, it, it doesn't stop there. So yeah, this team's got speed. They're young. I picked the Kings in my preseason prediction as winning this division. Mm-hmm. If anyone remembers, so I, uh, I have respect for this team. It's it's, it's duly it's well noted that I've got respect for this Kings team, mm-hmm. and the Predators cannot turn in the same performance that they did against the stars for two games, or they're going to get beat again tonight. That's honestly how I feel about it. Yeah, it's definitely, they could definitely get beaten. Um, <clears throat> did you, did you see uh, Victor Arvidsson's little uh, mistake he had? Did you see that video? I did not. So they had a, they had empty net last night. I can't remember. Who were they playing? Who did they play last night? Do you remember? Detroit, um, they won in overtime, I believe. They did, yes. Uh, that's right. Uh, Arvidsson had a chance to – he was skating toward the net with an empty net, and he didn't shoot it for some reason. And the Detroit uh, player came and knocked the puck away, and that's what sent it to overtime. 
Yeah. So everybody's everybody's been giving Victor Arvidsson grief today. So uh, looking at Drew Doughty with no teeth is so funny. All right. I mean, this is a scrappy team, but they're they. I mean, but they're mo- don't let Drew Doughty and uh, Kopitar fool you. It's a pretty young team. Yes. And, and, and you know, Jonathan Quick's not in net, but he tonight, but he is also one of their veterans. But for the most part, it is a really young team. They are the the prototypical team that is coming on the other side of their rebuild. They're they're actually they've went through it. They've went through the process, if you will. And now this year is like let let's really produce something here. Like we've went yep. through it. We've made the we've made the prospect pool better. Like they have one of the better prospect pools in the entire league. So now they're looking for the for the results from that this season. Sure. So Pred's got to be ready because this is a very opportunistic offensive team. Can the Predators actually do the same? That's what I want to see tonight. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they're very opportunistic, and it it kind of reminds me of when they were playing San Jose in the second game. Like they, you know, Predators won, but they they struggled against a team that's you know San Jose is not great. Um, so. Mm-hmm. And then I think Dallas is just in a whole other realm at this point. So, you know, you got uh, the Kings, like a a midway team, I guess. And then, you know, they're scrappy. Like you said, they could definitely, um, definitely put a hurting on the Predators if they're not careful. That's for sure. They definitely can. We got to be ready for it. Um, Before, real quick, before we move along, before I lost my whole, screen and rich thought he was going to do the whole episode by himself um what what was i i was thinking about uh what was that movie what was that movie where the guy has to do the whole thing by himself um we gotta think about that uh someone can help me with that there's a movie where someone has no it was um did you ever see wayne's world oh yeah remember when garth is the only one left on camera yes that was what i was thinking about so long ago Oh my gosh! You, it's been so long. Everyone remembers Wayne's World, though, right? Of course, yeah. So for sure, remember when Garth is left <laughs> on camera because Wayne just walks out. I do remember and he's, that, and he's like moving off the couch. He's like, "I'm mm-hmm. having a great time." Mm-hmm. Not, not. That was sure. that was Rich Howe just now. When that my, was me. Yeah, when was my computer moment. screen just went flying off mm-hmm. my table here. I am in a makeshift spot here that I don't <laughs> normally use in my living room. So to watch this game with you all. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't have a sturdy structure here with my, uh, with my screen. Yep. So my apologies for now. that. I'm here. I'm here. Good now. But what I, what I was about to get to, so we always like to do a little icebreaker before the episode opens. And, um, well, I want to update everyone on my uh, Floridian checklist here. <laughs> I, I've already checked off dealing with a hurricane I, I checked that off within like my first two and a half months of living here uh so we can check that one off um have you been on the news for anything i have not yeah, i haven't okay. checked i have i haven't shown up in any florida man headlines yet really. yeah usually when that, I know some of, of, that i know of. some kind of shenanigans nope i haven't showed up in anything like a, that yet yeah um, so. i've definitely gotten too much sun a couple of days that's normal when you're down here. The sun's a little bit stronger. Happens. I got the worst. 
worst sunburn of my life in Florida one time. And guess what? This um, little cold yep. snap. I don't know what's going on up in Kentucky right now, but uh, it's freaking this cold. cold <laughs> well, hey, it's cold enough to where guess what? It's actually reached all the way down to where I'm at in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's down into the 60s, and I feel like I'm a normal Floridian because guess what? I walked out of my apartment later earlier tonight, <laughs> earlier this evening before we went live. It's in like the 60s, and I got a little chill. I went burn. You, like, no, I did. In, I really did. I'm such a weakling now. Like, if you were in Nashville, you'd be outside in shorts. Living in Florida for three months, and I get chilly, mm. and it's in the 60s. That's how much I'm a Floridian. But one That's thing crazy. I haven't checked off yet, I am not a Lightning fan, everyone. So stop bothering me about it. That's good. That's that's worrisome. It's an easy bandwagon to jump on, that's for sure. Nah, come on. You get all, all right, the Stanley Cups, man. Preds and Kings are underway. So let's see they how are. this goes. It's only the second home game of the season. A technical home game, I guess you could say, uh, being packed. at Bridgestone Arena. Looks like a packed Bridgestone oh, Arena. Of course. As you and know. so this is a really, really big game. UC Soros is in that, as we would expect. No major injuries that I know of, anyway, mm-hmm. for this game. So, nope. we got to see what happens here. Soros has already been tested a couple times and made a couple saves here in the last couple seconds. So, um, ESPN doesn't have a – oh, wow. Here's a, a someone, a new – person hopping in i guess that's connor that's that's right connor What's up, no connor connor hey, no soccer jackets fan here big respect for the preds awesome welcome in, I like, man. i actually like watching the jackets as well because i'm in the midpoint between columbus and and nashville well columbus is a little farther away but oh guess what we have a goal already oh you're ahead of me a little bit rich cody glass Glasser, awesome. Yes. What a and that was hey, he broke loose and guess what he did? What I've been talking about for the last couple of days. Finishing. Nikki says, Oh my god, glass. Um bang. We didn't get a bang. We need a bang from somebody. Oh man, that was a good goal. Wow, he just snapped it. That's awesome. Way to get on the board. Uh, he, he put I, it right, he put it right top shelf, right above. Uh, Peterson's shoulder there. I mean, he yeah. had no chance at that one. He beat him. He beat him glove side. And so, I mean, what you yeah. love to see about that from Cody Glass yeah. is he finished. He didn't panic he because did. it's really hard to find yourself in that type of situation. Like that. That just doesn't happen very often. But guess what? We already, already, we already brought this up right before this game got underway here. The Kings give up a lot of goals, at least through their first four games they have. Right. Four-plus goals Mm. given up in each of their first four games, and they've already given up a goal within the first two minutes of regulation tonight. So it was really great just now to see Cody Glass really deliver and finish something the Predators didn't do No. in the two games against the Dallas Stars. So there was a, a scuffle already, too. It's like Tanner Janot and um, what's that guy's name? Uh, is it Brendan? Brandon Lemieux? Lemieux, yeah. He, he, isn't he the one that bit He's got a great last there? name. He's got a great last uh, name. I mean, yeah. Um, hockey royalty here. For sure. Um, 
Connor said, Jackets got their first win tonight versus Vancouver. We got you guys on Thursday in Columbus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you know, whenever the Preds play Columbus, Connor, thank you so much for commenting yes, on the live sure. stream. We really uh, appreciate you a lot. Um, Preds and Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, you can you never know what to expect from, the, from mm-hmm. that matchup. Even though the yep. Preds have historically um, dominated that matchup, one thing I will say is – that's kind of skewed a little bit because in the early days when Columbus was in the same division as the Predators, the Predators were very much an established team at that point, whereas the Blue Jackets were very much a newer mm-hmm. team in this league. So For sure. it's, a, it's a little bit skewed. It's always a really close matchup. It's always a hard matchup to predict because the mm-hmm. two teams don't play each other very often. So it should be a really fun game to watch on. Yeah, Thursday. for sure. Um, Thank you so much, Connor, for jumping in. Yes. CJ is in here. Our buddy CJ, we've known. What's forever. up, CJ? Snarky says, CJ, I love that name. He says Brandon Lemieux is a bum. Oh, All name, no game. AHL bound. Wow, bringing the heat. Yeah, CJ over here. Connor says I feel like Nashville and Columbus get a little heated every time we play. Yeah, they do a little bit. That's for sure as well. It'd be Speaking a hard right. It'd be a hard rivalry to make up just because they don't play each other very often. But geographically speaking, um, yeah. definitely could be. You're talking about two teams who don't get a lot of national respect among hockey mm-hmm. circles. They're kind of small. They're mm-hmm. they're one. Of, they're some of the smallest hockey markets. You know, so I could see that. Like I said, I always I, I appreciate the Blue Jackets. Anytime I see the Blue Jackets going up against any of the Blue Bloods in the playoffs, I'm always pulling for the Blue Jackets. Um, totally. So yeah, I usually watch. Um, I usually watch Columbus games as well. So, um, speaking of the AHL, our uh, our our um, one of our fan favorite players, Rocco Grimaldi, actually signed an AHL contract with a San Diego team. So he's um, playing all right with them. So just saw that today. So. Well, I'm happy to see he's at least still playing. I mean, yeah, me too. even if he's not playing in NHL level, it doesn't mean he won't get called up eventually again. I mean, clearly he can play on yeah. the NHL level at certain certain moments, but um, yeah. obviously he's such a great guy, and I hope he lands somewhere. For sure. So the Preds are buzzing tonight. They have a lot more energy. We're only, we're only three and a half minutes into regulation, so let's not like get too over – ahead of yeah. ourselves here, but um, they do have a lot more energy. It's very, very – the contrast between playing against the Stars and the Kings tonight, defensively speaking, yeah. is just like night and day. I mean, there's it, way more There's way more ice to operate with. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to get into it a little bit as we watch this game. What went wrong against the Dallas Stars? Because – I've kind of combed through a lot of the numbers and looked at it and figured out you're talking about two different games, even though the scores were similar, two very different games, Rich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. The second one, man, was just brutal to watch. I don't know. I don't know how you felt about it, but I mean, they're both brutal, but the second one was just nothing (laughs) was clicking. Well, the so. second no, no, the second game was was brutal to watch because they did have scoring chances. They actually had more yeah. high danger chances than the Stars. They had um, more expected goals slightly than the Stars. Like they had mm-hmm. chances, they didn't finish, 
It, it's yeah. like there were just these moments where it just didn't happen for them, whether mm -hmm. it was Jake Ottinger making a really great timely save or whether it was just the passing was off or whether the shot was off, whatever it was. In that second game against Dallas, they could not bury the puck and finish it. Got a two-on-one here. Oh, two-on-one breakaway, and I got to see which player that was that spilled into the boards. But that was—that's not a hit you want to. That's not a a collision you want to see for any of your players. And I hope whoever that was—I mean, they're playing on mm -hmm. whoever that. Yeah. I want to see a replay on that. Did you see that, Rich? I did, but I didn't see who it was. Um, Saros spits out a rebound, but he does make the save. So this game is very much back and forth. This game is so much different than what we saw, um, at least early on, against Dallas. Is. There's way more open ice to operate. It's it's more end-to-end -end action right now. I'm so telling you, I think what you said at the beginning about Dallas being – they're hyped up and ready to go. It feels like um, well, they're three zero. They they yeah, beat they yes. beat the Jets four to one last night. Yeah. So they're they're definitely on on a heater. But um, yeah, I just think it's a new might like a new era starting in Dallas. It feels like, and I don't know. I don't I don't think it's that the Predators overlooked them. Uh, maybe they were expecting the same kind of stuff from the past as past games or whatever. But like Dallas was all over them. No, I don't think it was. I definitely don't think they overlooked Dallas. Yeah, not, yeah, overlooked's probably a bad. I think way they got. I, I think the first game they got completely outplayed, and it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to sure. happen, and that was a really bad setup there. I mean, you were just kind of destined to fail a little bit in that whole. Mm -hmm. The second game was was one of those games where mm -hmm. the Predators, like I said, they they had chances, they had opportunities. And the and the stars they finished their opportunities, whereas the Predators mm -hmm. didn't. It wasn't UC Saros's best game to write home about. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. He had a he's had two straight uh, starts now where he he's had a negative expected goal saved. So he has not been perfect through all this either. Mm -hmm. And I know we never like to blame yeah. Saros, but he has let some uncharacteristic goals get by him as well yeah yeah it felt like it felt like in the first game that it was more not his fault but the second game for sure he let some go so it, it, it's a shared um, blame here it's a shared blame here and you go up against yeah. a really good division rival and it humbles you a little bit is really mm -hmm. what i take from it and you would rather get this out of your system in game three and four of an 82 game season you'd rather sure. get it out of your system now yeah. and kind of work your way out of it than mm -hmm. for something like that to come up in April when you're yeah. pushing for the playoffs. Yeah, somebody on Twitter brought up a really good point. Um, it, it looked like the Predators, they would, you know, finally, like, like they had a struggling to get into the zone. Once they got into the zone, they would take a shot and that would be it. There was no rebounds. There was no getting the puck back. And then it just created the odd man rush. And it just, it seemed like that just happened all the time. And it just like, they never did anything to try to stop it. So it was really strange. Um, yeah. To watch. So like the second game against Dallas on Saturday, as we keep alluding to the predators had chances to win this game. And according to moneypuck.com, they do their deserve to win meter every game. I love it. It's like, 
they rate everything. They do like a thousand game simulations based on all their analytics to decide who deserved to win the game. And so if you're a nerd, then you just love this kind of stuff. And in that second game on Saturday against Dallas, the Predators had a 57% deserve to win rating. So they deserved to win that game according to Money Puck. And it just didn't happen for them. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things. You're going to lose games like that. Hockey Mm -hmm. is like that. So – you got to shrug it off, and that's why tonight's game against the Kings, which they're up one nothing. Cody Glass gets this early goal to get them to play with the lead, so that's huge. That's Love awesome. It. It's great. We've had so much fun and pleasure watching Cody Glass really develop back mm-hmm. last season in the AHL and break out and then go through this journey that he's gone through, and then he tallies a goal tonight. And you see the joy on his face. We all saw the video when David Poyle and John Hines revealed to him on oh, behind yeah. the glass that he was going to be on the roster and go to go overseas to Europe to be on the NHL roster. We saw all that. It's awesome. So to see him score a goal tonight, it's just like it, it yeah. really puts everything into place here. But yeah. the Kings already have six, seven shots on goal now through the first – through the first nine minutes. That's yeah. not a great trend. No, the so Predators got, only have two. We got to tighten up a little bit here. Yeah. But they came out hot. Now they're well, shot. It, it's a very end to end type of game right now. It's, it's very back mm-hmm. and forth. I don't think that's the Predator style. Mm-mm. No. You, like you love. You love playing with the lead and everything, but this is not their style necessarily. This is not the type of uh, style of game you want to really get into if you're the Nashville Predators. I just don't, you know, they're not they're not playing the Colorado Avalanche per se tonight. So right. maybe they can get away with it. But the Kings are still a team that they're going to get their goals, and the Kings have already proven through the first four games of the season that they're perfectly fine with playing in games like this. Absolutely. All their game, all of their games have been high scoring and they've given up a lot of goals. So yeah. oh, somebody just fanned on a shot. Um it looks like the 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 passing is a little better for the Preds tonight. Yeah, you're I like I think you're like five seconds ahead of me, Rich. Oh, am I really? That's odd. That's funny. Oh Forsberg. Just... Forsberg got loose in the slot. What's going on here? Fat Fabro is laying down on the ice. Uh, he looks a little upset about whatever happened. He got a penalty called. Oh, yeah. He got knocked down, but he's on the – went to the box. That's funny. Yeah, Weird. he looks confused about it. Let's see. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't see the whole thing transpire there. Yeah. So, Nikki said, one thing I know about Dallas is they go heavy on video review. I really think it was a matter of they watch footage and played to that. Dallas seemed to cover the rush almost too well. Yeah, they were all over them. They were, yeah, sure. they were. I mean, Dallas was – give all the credit to the Dallas Stars in both games. They came out like gangbusters. They were ready to go. They were prepared. They yeah. – we're going we're gonna to do our battle for the central power rankings <laughs> a little bit later in this game. Um, this is our first power ranking into the new season since the, the games have been pl- – we did a well, we did a one, but we it did a wasn't preseason. One. It was preseason. Yeah, pre-season. This yeah, is our first right. ranking. This is our first ranking since the season that's started right. with the games being played. And so we'll, we'll have to see how we have shifted our teams um, since 
since these games have started getting underway. Um, yeah. And they have shifted. <laughs> for and, sure. And, and if you watched last season at all with our battle for the Central Power Rankings, you know that our rankings can go all over the board throughout the season. That's, that's, what, makes it, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> Except for the bottom two usually, but. Oh, stop. Um, Coyotes are coming for the Gavs. Just stop it. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Coyotes. We're going to talk about it later. Big win. Big win. Big All right. Win. So um, let's see what's going on here. Pred's got to go on the kill here. Tanner Janot has already been in a fight tonight, or at least a scrum, not really a fight, but yeah, they got wrestled to the ice. I mean, he's always going to be – he's going to get at least one or two of those every game. So that's – that's he, he's got a target on his back, I feel like. Like every every opposing team comes after him. Yep, Predators on the penalty kill. I don't I really, understand. I really couldn't tell what Favreau did. It looks like he might have like – maybe it was interfering. I don't know, sure. man. That's a weird. But, that, uh, if anything, that seemed like incidental, like, like cancel mm-hmm. it out, like contact yep. between both players. Like, I don't know. Really, really strange. Yep. Um, they just showed um, showed on the screen. LA is a twenty seventh on the power play. Predators are eighteenth on the penalty kill. So yeah, it's too early in the season to be too early looking at for sure looking at those rankings too much. But um, yeah. I will say, and I've talked about this, I, I one of the reasons I have optimism and I'm not really lingering too much on the da- two Dallas games is mm-hmm. this this Preds power play is way too loaded with, with great players to be what they are right now. They're one out of yeah, 16 on the power play mm-hmm. so far this season. One out of 16, their one power play goal is a five on three. Yeah. And that five on three, that five on three power play goal came very late in that five on three. Like it was not like a very. Right. And I'm going to be honest, they struggled a little bit to even get anything going with a five on three. Um, That's what I'm saying. Finally paid off. Yeah. They got one through. Yeah. But I mean, it was like, it's like working through quicksand, even at five on three, just to score. So they got it. I got to think they're going to eventually correct those issues and figure yeah. that out um, because that is a necessity. We all know that. Last season, oh, yeah. the Preds were sixth overall in the league in power play. Mm-hmm. That was their bread and butter, mainly their top line, which I've actually, you know, that that that's kind of my big sore point right now is the top line is not really producing like it needs to. For sure. Yeah, there's some uh some guys that had some really good seasons last year who are not uh haven't done anything really <laughs> of note. Um especially in the Dallas game games. So I don't know. That well that and, and like I mean that's one of those things where you know, seven points through four games from your top line is just not going to get it done. That's no, not enough production. Absolutely not. But here's something you're seeing right now that you didn't see much of is the Preds are keeping the – well, they just gave it up, but keeping the puck in, in their zone a little longer instead of one shot and then having to 
turn it yeah. over. I mean, that can that can shift momentum early in a game. But what you're seeing here is so the Preds only have two shots on goal through the first really? 13, 13 minutes of the game. Two shots on goal. One of those is a goal, so that's yeah. great. And that was Cody Glass, who just, like I said earlier, broke loose. He had that open ice in front of him. It wasn't like a clear-cut breakaway, mm-hmm. like like the prototypical breakaway, but he was definitely open. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and he buried it, and he finished, yeah. and that's what we need to see more of. That's what we didn't see against the Stars, so that's great. But only two shots on goal is a yep. little concerning here. I mean – it is three now, though. You got to you got to test Cal Peterson way more than this. I mean, not not to take anything away from Peterson. I think he's mm-hmm. a decent quality young goaltender, but you got to test him. Like, I mean, oh, you yeah. really got to make him work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're, you're you're going up against a team on a back to back, and you got to take advantage here. Whereas mm-hmm. you have been off since Saturday, you've had time to stew over. I saw it. That Saturday game, I saw it mostly from Matt Duchesne, but I saw it from that entire team. I saw it from Matias Ekholm. They were visibly frustrated. Yeah. They looked dumbfounded. They looked a little shell-shocked yeah. by how how badly the Dallas Stars beat them in two games. A 9-2 to two yeah. combined score, as you see at mm-hmm. the bottom of the screen. Well, Matt Duchesne <clears throat> got that – was it a – Game misconduct for arguing with the referee. Oh, yeah. Well, the one thing we know about Matt Duchesne is, yes, he likes his country music. He likes his country music. He will play himself a really good cover. He's probably got himself a second career in playing cover songs on Broadway. Um, I saw, I've seen him do a couple cover songs. But um, we know him to get fired up when bad things happen. So I yeah, mean, he was he was pretty upset. Um, he must have said some bad things about the referee's mother or something. Nah, Matt Duchesne would never do that. <laughs> Too nice of a guy. He was pretty uptight, but he was pretty mad. He was, but you saw you saw the frustration boiling over yeah, for, for that sure. entire team in that second game. So yeah, absolutely. This is a get right game right here. This is what they call a get right game. Let's get back on the right track here. Um, that's that's what this game's about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So six minutes left. LA Kings aren't wearing those sparkly, uh, glittery the the, uh, the chrome helmets, helmets that uh, yeah. Kyle, that Kyle Perkins loves so much. He did like them. We'll bring that up when he gets on here. He was a huge fan of them. Yeah, he had a very. Uh, very funny. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Stripper, uh, stripper glitter. Stripper glitter. Bass boat. Bass boat. Stripper glitter. <laughs> yeah, we tried. We tried to get it trending on Twitter, but I don't think oh, it man. caught on. So funny. We tried our best. He's not wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> he definitely they, wasn't wrong. They spared us those helmets tonight. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. All right. Looks like things are going a little bit better. It's Wish good to see. It, it's really good to see. Even though I don't like all the shots on goal given up to the Kings early on yeah. here, it's good to see Sorrow settling in. He's made some really good saves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look too shook up here because um, he's had a couple of really bad games in a row. Um, even though his team in front of him didn't play great either, he 
definitely wasn't his top form. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, no. Yeah, he did look a little rattled. But, I mean, he, he's been in position tonight. He just made another good one where he snugged right up against the crossbar and basically gave the Kings player nowhere to shoot. Nikki said, Nikki said the Preds need a blue sapphire sparkle helmet. Mm. Uh, we'll, have to wait, even, we'll have to wait and see if that's in the reverse retro. Don't even speak it into existence. I just I, – I don't like – even though we're up one nothing, I really don't like the way this game's trending, though. I really don't. Yeah, like, I, I mean, agree. the Kings are putting all the pressure on the Preds defensively. Mm-hmm. It's like the Preds are back on their heels right now, and it's just like – it's, it, uh, it, it, it feels like the Predators are just trying to protect a one-goal lead and just be like mm-hmm. – they're just on, like, the defensive <clears throat> yep. right now. They're not getting any really good chances at all. Um, they're not they're not really setting up any sustained pressure here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're seeing Zach Sanford back in the lineup again. Yeah, I know. He, he made his he made his season debut on in the fourth game uh, mm-hmm. in Dallas, and he's back in the lineup again tonight. So, you know, I was I was kind of beating the drum a little bit on Zach Sanford. I was excited about him being added to the team over the offseason. So I want to see if he can do a little bit more tonight. I know he's a fourth liner, so yeah, um, can't expect too much. But I know they had uh, Kiefer Sherwood in for a little bit, and I guess that wore off. <laughs> the new wore yeah, off. Yeah, he, he's but not they, in tonight. Yeah, you got your scratch your scratches to your uh, scratch your uh, scratches from the lineup tonight are Kiefer Sherwood, Michael McCarron, and Mark Borowiecki. So you're going to keep seeing the alternation between Mark Borowiecki and Jeremy Lazan. Jeremy Lazan gets the nod tonight. And then McCarron is also going to be interchangeable on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. And then Kiefer Sherwood. I mean, yeah, everyone liked what he was seeing, what, what they were seeing from him. He scores the first goal of the entire season, but he is not in tonight. So John Hines is continuing to shuffle these lines up. Not the core part of the lineup, just the depth players. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's not he's not messing with the top six at all. You just showed the Blue Jackets game winning goal. That was pretty sweet. There you go, Connor. If Connor's still watching right now. Yeah. Nice goal there. So uh Ryan McDonough and Mikel Granlin get the assist on sweet. Granny Apple. Cody Glass goal. That's the fourth assist of the season for Granlund. So he just kind of picking up where he left off a little bit, I guess, uh, when it comes to piling up the assist. CJ says, let them burn their energy. We'll dig in and go up 2-0 soon. I hope so. All right. All right, CJ. We are holding you to that. Holding you to it. 2-0. Um. Oh, somebody broke their stick. There's just too much open ice right now, though. Yeah, that's what's, yeah, that's what's freaking me out. That's what's freaking me out. Like, there's no resistance. Like, the Kings are just kind of like – like, it's not quite on the level of when you're playing the Avalanche when they're just, like, pouncing mm-hmm. in on you. But it, it seems similar, you know? Yep. Colton oh. Sisson's almost got Oh, him. that was a really <laughs> slick backhand feed from Forsberg, though. That right? was a – he he found – Sissons in the slot there, that was pretty. That was nice. All right. 
So we got a little zone time here. I, I can't figure out. Yep. We got a delayed penalty. All right. Press to the power play. Let's see if there we can go. fix this. CJ this is, says he's calling it Forsberg is going to score. All right. Let's see if CJ is Nostradamus here tonight. Um, so one of the clear ways that the Predators can fix their troubles is their power play that's one out of 16 in their top right line and their top line that can't seem to score mm-hmm. or finish. Even against the Sharks, the top line, in my opinion, did not look that impressive. Mm-mm. If you no. want to talk about a line that's been consistent, it's the second line with Ryan Johansson and Niederreiter. And, you know, now Ellie Tolvanen's getting chances on that top on that second yeah. line. But the top line has not really lived up to top line status. Mm-mm. They haven't. Not yet. They need to settle in and get something going for sure. Because if they don't get anything going, this team's going to be in trouble. And how you do, <laughs> how do you do that? You do that on the power play. You feast Absolutely. on the power play. That's what the really elite, great teams do in this league. They feast on the power play. Yep. And the Predators did that last season. That's a big reason why they snuck into the playoffs. So you yep. got to start seeing that again, guys, as we got For Kyle sure. Perkins joining in. Let's add him oh. in here. Oh. The man who coined the term bass boat stripper glitter. <laughs> May it never die. May it never, <laughs> never die. die. I'll never forget it. Kyle, I'll that will li- that will live on. That will be on History Channel documentaries hundred years from now. Is it'll be like Futurama? Nicholas Cage's head will be doing one of those little there you go. history of hashtags. <laughs> there you go. So. That's Kyle, first of all, congratulations on your awesome article on Penalty Box Radio. I read it. It was amazing. It was so good. Everyone go read his article on Penalty Box Radio about Tanner Janot and his coming of being on the Predators. It's a really, really awesome article. Thank you. And it was was a fun experience to actually put some ideas down instead of just rambling. Right. It's a lot of fun. You uh you were guest on uh Predator uh, Way with the uh, Predator Boyd Way. Farish, that, yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Was that good? That was fun. Was fun? Uh yeah. Boyd's always a good time. So yeah. The Predator was, Way podcast by Boyd is something that all of our listeners need to go check out because it's another yeah. really awesome Nashville Predators podcast out there for you. And so there's so much good content out there um, that you can be checking out if you're a Nashville Predators fan right now. So, uh, Kyle, have you gotten a chance to watch the first uh, period of this game so far? Well, if it wasn't for Cody Glass and that beauty of a goal, I'd have been here a lot quicker because I woke my kid back up. Uh, Uh, I thought about you when he scored that one. I really did because I'm like – well, we all love Cody Glass. We're all big fans of his, but I was like – I know Kyle's jumping through the ceiling right now. Yeah. uh, I had him pretty much like three quarters of sleep, and I – about halfway jumped off the couch and he scored that goal. So <laughs> was how awesome was it, man, that he just finished like he did? I mean, because he found himself in really like rare territory. Like you don't really get yourself that loose in a hockey game very often. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And the that fact was, that he, you see it all the time where players are in that spot and they just miss high. They don't make the goaltender make a save. Uh oh. We got a scuffle, boys. Man, that Lemieux dude, man, he's a troublemaker. 
he likes to start some stuff. He does. Cole Smith, Cole Smith likes to is never shy to get in a fight either. No, but seeing Fabro in there is kind of different. It is different. Uh, but yeah, kind of. I want to get your thoughts, uh, Kyle. So you see players all the time. They they just kind of they they freak out in that moment, maybe, or maybe they make they overthink it. They miss the net high. They don't make the goaltender make the save. He picked, yeah. he picked that top corner right above Peterson's shoulder. To the It was the perfect shot in the sense that I don't think Peterson could have made that save. I don't. There's not a lot of goaltenders who could have made that save. So mm. it was just awesome to see Cody Glass not only score the goal, but it wasn't a flute goal. It wasn't a soft goal. It was a very great finishing goal. Yeah, it was just purely picking a spot and putting the puck there. It was kind of similar to Tolvanen's goal the other day. Very similar. Um, what do we got here? That was not a cross check. That was soft, man. That's so weak. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. whatever. Okay. Preds on the penalty kill yet again. Let's see what happens. Here. Either way. I re- I, so I'm starting to feel like the Predators just literally have, like, I'm not saying – that it's like totally unfair, but I feel like the Predators <laughs> have that reputation on them that they're just going to no, highly penalize you. No, oh, he ran out of time. Yep. CJ said, I told you, he's a bum. <laughs> he is a bum. But he's not like to Chuck, who's a fun bum. A fun I bum. Guess, right, whatever. All I, right, was little, I was a little uptight uh, with, with the – the Florida Panther chuck the other night because he came in and tried to elbow Patrice Bergeron in the face. And you Bergie can't do that to Patrice. Patrice Bergie, is like royalty. Bergie wasn't having any of that. So, anyway. all right. Preds are up one to nothing after the first period. Um, <laughs> a very back and forth period for sure, like end-to-end action, plenty of plenty of chances for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Glass puts the Preds ahead early in the game, first two minutes of the game, he puts them ahead. Uh, the Kings had plenty of chances. UC Soros had to be sharp in that mm-hmm. first period. Soros with 10 saves in the first period is what I'm seeing here. Let's pull up the old... Peterson only had to make five, four saves, so not ideal. But you're up one nothing. That's yeah. what matters. That is what matters. Yeah. So it looks like Predators won the faceoff, uh, sixty three to sixty four to thirty six. That's good. Um, typically, pretty good in the faceoff circle when you got yeah. Johan- when you got Johansson and Sissons and Granlund in there, yeah, and even Cody Glass. You got some good faceoff guys. Preds had uh, eleven hits to LA seven. They're always going to win the hit battle. Yeah, um, LA had four blocks. Predators only had two. No power play goals. Shots on goal wound up being ten to five. There you go. All right, so um, I've been talking about my top line concerns here throughout the week going into this game. Yes, Grambling got an assist, so that's great to see. That was kind of in a broken play type of action. It looked like it was like in the middle of a line change or whatever you call it. Um, I haven't seen the top line really 
and I know it's early in the season, but it's still concerning. Even against San Jose, the top line was not extremely impressive to me of Forsberg, Granlin, Duchesne. They have not shown that dominance to me that they showed last season yet. And that's obviously got to change. Obviously, that starts on the power play. When you're one out of 16 on the power play, you start there. And your one power play goal is a five-on-three as that five-on-three was expiring. In a, I mean, it's just – it leaves a lot to be desired. I think they're obviously going to snap out of it. I just – I refuse to believe that they're going to go from being so dominant last year to not being anything this year. But it's been a little underwhelming. What do you guys think? Let's get with Kyle here first. So, your last year it was the second power play that was just the oh god. When it, whenever the first unit's off, there's no hope. This year it's kind of swapped up. The second power play has arguably looked more dangerous than the first uh, with Niederreiter and that crew, Niederreiter and Glass. I don't know what's going on with the stars of the team, but something is not clicking, and it's it's like having this finely tuned machine, and it is three degrees out of time. There you go. That's what I was going to say. It's timing's just, off. The timing's off. It's it's just it's minute. It is a frog's hair. As the old timers would say, it is. It, Man, we're pulling all the all the stops out tonight. Frog hair, a timing, timing, uh, uh, setting the timing. I mean, that's just people don't even know what that is anymore. But that's good. So, they mean uh, you're right, but it's just they're off by just the slightest bit, and it makes it look terrible. Yeah, they're not terrible. Everybody knows they're not terrible. But just looking at it from the outside, if you're from NHL Network or ESPN and you're watching this power play, it's like, good Lord, what a mess. Mm-hmm. But it's really just a half second, a quarter second off from being great again. They just have to yeah. – I don't know what they need to do to settle back into it, but they need to figure it out pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we talked about earlier is, you know, just the the, the passing's off a little bit. Um just missing opportunities, and to be honest, Dallas jumped all over them from the get-go. That oh, probably yeah. ra- probably rattled them as well. But yeah, um, yeah. And also, and also, Jake Ottinger had something to do with that as well. He did, especially I mean, in that in that second. Good. Not in the in the Thursday game, it, he didn't get tested that much. But in the in the Saturday game, mm-hmm. he he did come up big in the moments when the Predators. You thought, ooh, the Predators are going to get a goal here, and we're going to make this a game again. He, he no. stood tall when he had to. And like I alluded to a little bit earlier, it wasn't the best couple of games from UC Soros. And no. he's human. And he's going to have a couple bad games every now and then. <laughs> Unfortunately, those those less than stellar games from Soros also came in a time when the team around him didn't play great either. Yeah. Um, so you're kind, of, you're kind of thinking back and forth there. But, you know, I'm thinking that we can bounce back from it quickly. Um, and you just tip your cap to the Dallas Stars at that point. But when it comes to the top line, you know, I'm thinking, like, if you look at going into tonight's game, you're looking at Granlin. He had three assists going into this game. 
One of those assists came on the five-on-three power play on a sec- as a secondary assist. Um, and the other assist came on the Matt Duchesne empty net garbage goal against the Sharks. So you're talking about points that really aren't in critical moments. And, I mean, they're still points. They still count. That's great. Uh, Forsberg's one goal uh, was vintage, just great pure skill, like mm-hmm. highlight reel. Uh, and then Duchesne's one goal is an empty net goal, yep. you know? So it's just like you need to see more, and you know they can do it. And no team is going to go very far if their top line's not producing at a very high level. And so that's yeah, sure. obviously the Predators are no different. So that's where you got to start with. Yeah. Um, Duchesne and Forsberg, they both have two points through four games. So, yeah, that's just not – need to get that clicking, man. Um. Let's yeah, go to let's go to um, let's go to our panic meter here. One to ten. <laughs> One to ten. Where's the panic meter? Um, I know that's funny to ask, but I, I all I, all you gotta do is get on Pred social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook, and you would think that we need to sell the team off at this point. It's so bad. Um, Facebook's worse, but yes. <laughs> but no, I've seen it. it's on Twitter too. Our it's on Twitter. On Twitter. The we love Landry. Man. Landry's our, I love Landry. But oh, Land, yeah. Landry and his beautiful dogs, man, they they already are like, let's fire Hines. Let's fire. But to, <laughs> but, to, but to his point, he's never changed from that stance. So no, he, no. he stays consistent. So he actually he actually said he's gonna talk about it even more this season. And I'm like, how could you do any more? Because <laughs> like last season, you were like, chuck the whole thing. Uh, He's always been consistent, and I, I, hey, it, sure. as long as you're consistent, I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you my panic meter. It's at a three, one to ten. Okay. I'm at a three. Uh, it hasn't changed, and the big reason being, as much as it stung to lose twice to the Stars that way, I mean that wasn't fun at all. Humbling, I'll call it humbling, you know. But you're looking at it, okay? You 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 win two games against the lowly San Jose Sharks, the only 0-4 team in the whole league right now. So, sure. you know, you look at it that way, but it's so early in the season, and you see these underlying things that we just talked about, including the power play and including this top line that's underperforming. You look at these things, and you think they're going to balance out. They're going to come back down to reality a little bit here. They're going to come back to the, to the average, and – the predators, predators will be fine after that. So I'm at a three out of ten. I'm not freaking out at all. I think three is a good number. Um, if you look around, look at the the record in some of the other divisions, some of the teams that um, get talked about a lot are kind of in the same boat. Washington Capitals, they're two and two. Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, everybody loves the, the Maple, to talk about the Maple Leafs. Oh, my they're God. Two two. The Coyotes. They're two and two, one of those at the hands of the The, the stat, the stat no. about the Coyotes at Toronto blows no. up 20 years, and they have never not gotten a point off of Toronto at Toronto. That's never insane. would have even. Uh, hey, they also lost to the Canadians to open the season. The yeah, but the Canadians are a little bit sneaky this year. They yeah. they might be a little sneaky, but preseason wise, they were expected to be a pretty a bottom dweller yeah. type of team as well. I'm just saying. Yeah, they they've lost to two teams that don't have very high expectations. 
Mm-hmm. But the Canadians could be a could be a surprise. They could be. They got some exciting young players that could make things happen. But yeah. either way, both their losses have come against, you know, teams yeah. they should probably beat. San Jose is actually 0 and five right now. They, oh, they lost tonight. Okay. They've already said, played five games. Oh, yep. That's so crazy because the St. Louis Blues have only played one game. I don't I know if you guys noticed that. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, like you talk about the, the panic meter, you know, you get on social media and everybody's just freaking out. And, you know, it's it's way, way too early to be even considering talking about stuff like that. I mean, it's a little concerning. But we're talking we're, about it. We are talking about it. Because I, I, mean, I brought it up. It's a little concerning because you see the way they played, you know, and there's been some some things that don't look good. But, I mean, they'll figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, you know, it's going to be a rough season. But too early to talk about firing like, anybody for sure. I like I like how casual you are, Rich. You're like, okay, we're like, if, if I mean, they start losing, well, it's going to be a rough season. You know, it, it will be. But when they're we'll, when they do, and we'll be here for you. And when they start losing, that's when the memes get good. Season, then that's when we're going to start panicking. Memes get really good. Then my tone no, will change for sure. No, when they start losing is when we start beating the drum to call up Parson and Afanasia. Right. And <laughs> here's a here's a perfect example. They're showing another game right now. Buffalo's beating Edmonton. Pretty handily. Pretty handily. It. Three to one. So I feel like Edmonton you know, is one of those teams that always squirms their way into a win, though. Like they even do. when they're lo- like I've I I don't have it on paper, but I I can remember plenty of times where I'm watching the Oilers and they're mm-hmm. losing. I think it's happened this season. They were losing to um, what team were they losing to? God, let me pull up their schedule. It happened this season. They yeah, were they they remember. were they were down like three goals or something crazy, yeah. and they came back and just marched their way to a win. I'm gonna pull it up right now. It's yep. escaping me who they was. But the Flyers beat the Lightning. I mean, like too early to be freaking out. The it was the Canucks game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. the NHL app's crashing on me. Of course, it's been crashing all day. But yeah, it, it was the Canucks game. They were down three to one in that game, if I remember correctly. And then Connor McDavid just takes over the game um, and, and and scores a hat trick. And I remember thinking at the time how funny it was because before that game happened, we were all talking about we were making jokes about how Niederreiter was leading the league in goals. And yeah. the Oilers hadn't even played a game yet. And Kyle was like, well, McJesus is going to score six in his That's first right. game. And yeah. uh, he, he didn't score six, but he did score a hat trick. So He uh, did. But that, that's the thing about the Kings I just, or the uh, Oilers. I just feel like they always just figure out a way to come back and win. Yeah, for sure. It's weird. It's very weird. Canucks, oh, Canucks are 0-3-1, though. That's kind of a that's an yeah. ugly start for them. The wrong yeah. side of oh. history. They set a record. Oh, go ahead. Uh, The Canucks set a record for being the only team to ever have a multi-goal lead and lose four games. Yeah. Wow. The in a row, no other team has ever done that. That is pretty. So it could always be worse, Preds fans. It could be worse for sure. Because that is pretty bad to blow four games in a row to open a season. Where you yep. had a multi-goal lead, that is like mm-hmm. you can't even wrap your. How does that even happen? Like you couldn't even do that by like that has to be something that just happens by accident. Like you know For what I sure. mean? Like it's such a weird stat. Like yeah, can't even try to do that and make it happen. Mm-hmm. 
Then the uh, the Bruins got handed their first loss of the season to the Ottawa Senators, a score of seven to five. It's like there wasn't even a goaltender on either end. They just kept scoring and scoring. Who's in that um, for the bees? It was uh, Swayman. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's another another really good game tonight. Golden Knights and Flames. Golden Knights are undefeated yeah. this season. The Flames actually that game the Flames won against the uh, Avalanche was a huge win for them. I didn't get to watch that. it, but that's a big win. They came back and beat the Avalanche. They were losing that game. Yeah. So that's a pretty big matchup. Golden Knights are up two to one in that game. Devils beat the Ducks. Senators beat the Bruins. Blue Jackets beat the Canucks. Flyers beat the Lightning. How about the Lightning starting the season one and three? The mighty Lightning. I think there's chasing the armor finally. They are not what they have been. No, and Vasilevsky, uh, Vasilevsky is showed he's human tonight because yeah. one of the goals he gave up, yes, he was a little screened, but if you want to be called the best unequivocal best goaltender in the world, I figure I thought he was a little out of position. Um, yeah. But Carter and, Hart, Carter Hart in that game, yeah, he absolutely, good. dude, he showed out, man. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like the Lightning weren't getting chances; it was just Carter Hart was, yeah, did what he had to do. So the Flyers and John Tortorello are. Are the Flyers undefeated? I'm pretty sure they are. No, I think they lost one. Uh, I don't remember. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Another three. They have now. not. They three are. Now. They're three now. Yeah. And here I was giving the Preds an easy out on that game. Uh, it's not looking that way anymore. So Tor- yeah. Torch has got them boys playing. So mm-hmm. let's look at that. Let's let's do an early look at that division there. The Metropolitan Division is now the Carolina Hurricanes. The Philadelphia Flyers, the New York Rangers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington yep. Capitals. Uh, that that's your that's your top five teams. Um, if you're looking at preseason, if you're just looking at these teams right now, throw in the New York Islanders are kind of a wild card. A lot of people think the New Jersey Devils can be a little bit better. The Metropolitan Division. Early look at all all the divisions, all four divisions. That Metropolitan Division might be the most stacked top-to-bottom division. Yeah, I agree in the, with that for sure. Especially if the Flyers come out of nowhere with, with John Tortorello out there uh, getting, them, yeah. getting them fired up. Yeah. Then you look at the Atlantic, Tampa Bay sitting at the bottom. That's insane. You'd love to say that. You just wanted to I say did. it. I was going to say – You're over you there smirking. <laughs> When you were talking about it, when when they had to pull, uh, they pulled Vasilevsky for the empty net. Like he probably didn't know what to do. He's probably like, "What do you want me to do? I don't have to. I never have to do this. What do you mean come out? I don't have to come out." He's all freaking out. Yeah, it's they're they're having to play from a position they're not used to having to play from. Yeah, I, mean, I know they lost McDonough. Who else did they lose they over lost the last offseason? Andre Pilat. <clears throat> lost Pilat. Pilat was the big um, one. Can't remember who else. Andre Pilat's else. their big one. Yeah. Pilat and McDonough. They've got their core. They got most of their core back. If you take I mean, out McDonough. Stamkos, Kucherov, they're all still there. Uh, Point, Brayden Point's still there. Victor yeah. Hedman's still there. They've still got their goaltender, Vasilevsky. They, I mean, they, it's not like they just got completely decimated, but they did lose – 
I mean, you got to be cap compliant in this age and, you know, you can only ride it for so long. And so, but they're still a better team than what they've shown through the first four games. So you got to think they're going to correct some of these things, but um, either way, tough start for them. Absolutely. So we're, uh, let's see, the second period is about to start here. Between the Preds and the Kings, 1-0 score here. Preds are winning. Uh, we gotta we gotta show a little bit more defensive resistance here, though, because I feel like the Kings had way too much open ice to operate in and get some really good looks on uh, Soros. So I think that's something that has to be addressed here because it's not going to be a shutout for very long if that trend continues, in my opinion. Wait. McDonough is in the face-off circle. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a power play for the Kings. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was confused there for a moment. <laughs> yep, we still got we still got like a minute twenty left on this Kings power play that mm-hmm. carried over. So that was the uh, really weak call that I think they put on Cole Smith. Cole right? Smith, yeah, it was like a. Crush. Cross checking is the weakest cross. Yes, he got cross checked in the face earlier in the game. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, he also got blatantly tripped in that Dallas game. Nobody yes. called that either. Uh, so what? Um, sorry to change subjects, uh, but Kuznetsov, uh, the penalty that he got suspended for. What y'all oh, yeah. think about that? The him only getting the game. He like baseball swung his stick at that dude's face. Yes. That's but. bad. Like that's a huge no-no. So, yeah, one game seems a little soft cuz there was there's like when when there, you do something like that, oh, Saros just stole one. There's no consistency when it comes to some of those oh, calls Oh, nice job. No job. Jano almost had one. Oh. I'm that's great. That's great. Did you see the stop UC Soros just made and the stare down of Drew Doughty? I think we're all – yeah, we did. I think – all right, so we figured out who's where on the stream. Rich is ahead of me and Kyle. I am slightly ahead of Kyle, and Kyle's in the back end. Yeah. (laughs) This is what's so fun about these streams is we're – these watch-alongs that we do is we're none of us are – we're not all sitting in the same room watching this no. game right now. <laughs> but, yes, we did see it. That was a really good save here. I don't want to jinx it, though, because Soros is under some fire right now. He is. I never want sure. to do the proverbial goalie jinx here, but he does mm-hmm. look really sharp yep. up to this point. I really like the play that Fabro just did, getting down like on all fours and covering that net side uh, to prevent – because it looked like it was going to bounce back in because yeah. UC was on the other side and there was a rebound and it looked like it was bouncing in and he just got down in front of it. Oh, yeah. Come on, boys. As the uh, final, as the score would indicate right now, uh, moneypuck.com has this game extremely close when it comes to expected goals for and when it comes to chances. So it's a very, very t- tightly contested game so far through we got 18 minutes left in the second period. Nikki said uh, she figured out her feed's the quickest, so I'm going to not be a spoiler. No, we want you to. If they you score, can, we All want right, you Nikki, to Nikki, 
if you <laughs> if you see a Preds goal before we do, then you need to type in huge bang. letters "bang" yeah. on the stream. That's caps. what we do here. That's what we want to see. And, do, and hey, yeah. don't tease us though. Don't put it up there if it didn't happen. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cruel. That'd be disappointing. Mm. So what Very happened here? What happened here? Why are the Kings what? on another? Did we just miss something? Oh, what the heck? I saw. I saw. I don't even. Roman know. Yossi got called for a hook, and it wasn't even his stick that was on the guy. It was a stick that was loose. Uh, so Yossi's actually talking to the guy in the penalty box with the headset, and the guy. I read yeah. his lips. The guy in the suit says, "I didn't see it. I don't know." I, that's what I was getting ready to say. He's an it NHL was, official. <laughs> It was Forsberg's stick that was laying on top of Yossi's hands. <laughs> hey, I, so, I guess it's so the Kings even are already if you hook your own player, you get called. Kings are already 0 for two on the power play tonight, but I mean, this is getting ridiculous here. Oh come on! Oh, there you I go. Mean, you give Fiala enough chances, he's probably going to sink one on you. So, so I guess when you're mm-hmm. the team like the Predators, you commit all these penalties, then they're going to start calling them on you when you commit it on your own players. I guess. I don't know. They're showing the stat: sixty-one yeah, major we're, penalties. We're, we're very aware. We're very aware. <laughs> almost thirteen. <laughs> almost thirteen minutes per game. Most in the NHL. Most penalty minutes. Most in the NHL. Most major penalties. Yep. Most in the NHL. See, I'm okay with the majors. I'm perfectly okay with yeah, those the majors. Cancel each other out. Those cancel each other out. Yeah. Oh, we got another penalty. What's going on now? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's a five on three. Oh my All gosh. Right. A trip. Uh, yeah. On Jeremy oh. Lazan. Um, I gotta see this replay though. Come on, lasagna. So there oh, was an, that that's clearly a penalty though. That's on lasagna. What do you? What was he doing with his stick there? Uh, I think he, yeah, he didn't have his stick under control. And this is these are the things I was worried about about Jeremy lasagna. I like a lot of the things he brings to the team as a third pairing defenseman, but those careless penalties like that—that's what we call careless right there. That is careless. Like, so, he, y'all want to hear an interesting stat? Yes. So, the, the head referee of this game tonight, uh, every game he has refereed for the LA Kings, they have won. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me that stuff. Every he game he has refereed for the National Predators, they have lost. <gasps> okay. Hey, Kyle. Um, Kyle. Yes. Do you, want to, do, you, do you want to now talk about the JFK conspiracy as well? <laughs> the grassy, the if you want to, we can go there. Let's talk about the grassy knoll. Let's talk about the grassy knoll. The All CIA right. killed but, JFK. That is, anyway. that, that, that is really interesting, though. That about that, that, that doesn't yeah. make me feel any better about this game at all. I want no. to talk about the moon landing. If y'all want to oh, talk okay. We'll, we'll have to save that for next offseason when there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do our top top five conspiracies. I will say real quick, though, um, I did meet a person who really believed that the moon landing didn't happen, and he gave me – I I was like, I'm not making fun of you. I just seriously want you to tell me why you think that. And he laid it out, gave me a 20-minute spiel. There's also people who believe that the earth is flat. And they actually yeah, meet. They, yes. they actually and they actually meet every week in a conference room, and they share snacks and they 
have a potluck and they talk about how the earth is flat. Oh, and the kings are on the board. Do they eat flatbread pizzas? Probably. I mean, <laughs> Nikki said no. No. I mean, not, not bang. Yes, not bang. That's for sure. Well, oh. I don't want to pin that think, goal. I don't want to pin that goal on one particular person because I feel like that's unfair. First of all, first of all, Saros had no chance at that. That was a pinball goal. I mean, if, I mean, look at it. It that's the prototypical screen the goalie and hope for a deflection. Velarde, but assist by Sean Dursey, whoever that is. I'm really sorry. He is I, a noted Alan Walsh client mm. because he he will have already have tweeted about it by now. But I'm telling you right now. <laughs> If I can pin that on one person, it's Jeremy Lazan, because you you can't put your team in that type of situation. Nope. You can kill the five on four. You've shown you can do that tonight. You already killed the first two. But mm-hmm. when you put your team in a five on three, even if you kill the five on three, mm-hmm. your, your your team expends so much energy to get yep. through that. It just crushes your momentum. It crushes everything. The Kings were sunk in there, and they were. It was only. It was inevitable. It was mm-hmm. inevitable they were going to score there. So absolutely, you're you're looking at a one-one game now, and I don't feel great about the game at all right now, uh, unless the Predators start getting some more chances here because they really have not led on the high danger chances. So y'all are getting ready to see it. Bad passing yet again. Just not good. <laughs> They're just off. They're still off. <clears throat> and, I mean, that pass right there, it literally was milliseconds off from being a great yeah. play. Yeah. It just happened they're, again. I mean, I mean they're, they're having a hard – they're, they're they're having, Here comes another penalty. They're Are having you a, serious? They're having a hard time even getting out of their own zone right now. Matt Duchesne just with a big fat trip. And it was. It's a trip. Oh my God, boys! Right. What are you doing? I mean, it's a, he didn't even argue that one because he knew he would have looked dumb if he did. He just windmilled you? the guy in the shins. I, I, I want to think I, he was trying to get to the puck, but that—that's such a dumb move. Yeah, you can't. That just is spin so around. dumb. He hit him so hard he yanked his own glove off. Yeah. And those are those – I, I got to think those are those frustration penalties. And that doesn't excuse it. That doesn't excuse it, but especially from a veteran who should know better. Mm-hmm. But it looks like frustration, guys. It looks like these guys are – even though they did get that first goal from Cody Glass, this team looks extremely frustrated right now. Yeah. Ryan McDonough is going to need, like, B vitamin shots by the end of this game. They're just the the not clicking is just carrying over to this. You're you're just not going to win a lot of games uh-uh. against anybody. No, when, when you're just constantly killing penalties, and we we said this constantly last year. That's what's so annoying about it is it's like this team hasn't learned anything. Mm-mm. Except, yeah. And they're not even playing great <laughs> at all. I don't like it. Well, you're giving a team that's really 
you're giving a team that you're probably better than on paper. You're giving that team life. You're giving that team a, a, a chance to, to just not only win the game, but actually mm-hmm. win the game pretty easily when you play this way. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 you're, and you're doing a disservice to your goaltender, your world-class who I think is a top three goaltender in this league. You're doing him a huge disservice. Saros has already had two really bad games in a row, and mm-hmm. you're putting him in this situation as well. So you're not protecting your goaltender either. Yep. So it's just like – it's just – I mean, he's coming up strong. He just, he was in position there to make a really good save on Kempe, who was he right just, there in this – right yeah. there in this. And he's 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 so mad. Kempe's yeah, like – probably had that. Dude, he's looking up at – he's looking up at the Jumbotron like, how did I not get that? He shouldn't be too surprised. He shot it right into Saros' chest, but I know. Yeah. But he he was in that Still. area, though. He was in. Yeah, that yeah, for sure. And that's that's a goaltender. It wasn't a very hard shot. I will say that yeah. it wasn't a particularly hard shot. It wasn't but a stamp. I, it wasn't a stamp coast one timer. I'll yeah. give you that. But I will so, say you're right because he was just like still sitting there in shock, and I'm like, I think he was more mad at himself for not yeah. getting a better shot off. Yeah. So everybody's been talking about the herd line not having done much when they're on the penalty kill the majority of the time who's out there well look right to your point there look at sissons eating up penalty minutes there you want to know who was out before him it was cody glass and ellie tolvenant were your two penalty killing forwards i love it these are guys that need to be focused on scoring they need to be working on being offensive threats but no they're out here spending you're right Eight right. minutes, roughly, yep. at the beginning of this period on the penalty yep. kill instead and, of trying to score. And then so. you also have to take into account that even when the penalty expires, you've usually got another 30 to thirty to 60 seconds of over of overlapping yeah. where mm-hmm. the team is still, you know, honing in. And that's exactly what just happened. <sighs> Luckily, the Kings – Oh, my gosh. Luckily, the Kings player missed the net. I felt like that was going to be a goal. He missed it been over in, the top. Yeah, I was getting ready yeah. to say that. If he had pulled that in like two inches, it would have been in. Forsberg was just right on the doorstep. Oh, and- McDonough had his stick tied up. If There you go, boys. You're going to love this one. I like being – There's Forsberg. There it is, boys. <laughs> and it was uh, with – that's a Forsberg goal. Well, yes. he was found though. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a Forsberg goal, but that's that's the that's his line cooking again. Yeah. You know, that's what you that's exactly what you have to see. That's exactly what they have to do for this team to be successful. I'll do Shane or see who. That's a big turn of events there, guys. Yes. That could be the momentum. So there's Duchesne behind the net oh. doing what he does. Look at that. That's perfect. Right under the glove. That that's just perfect, guys. That's literally good what we puck were movement, about. good timing. That's yes. I love okay. it when I speak something into existence. Thank you for looking because they weren't going to do that unless I said something. No, they, they were waiting for me to say something. Yeah, I have to. I have to find the appropriate meme for the moment. So Forsberg from Granlin and Duchesne. Hum. Who wrote an article this morning talking about that exact same thing? <laughs> Well, there you go. 
Not that I'm like a rocket scientist for bringing that up because that was pretty obvious, but still. It was, it's just great to see that because that's exactly what this team needs. They got to yeah. have that kind of thing. Oh, I, oh, that was close. Dang. Still way too much open ice here, guys. Yeah. Oh. There's just not a lot of resistance. It's very, it's very sloppy right now, like in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. Like it's just like, oh, Cody Glass just took a kind of a nasty hit. It's getting a little bit more physical now. You're seeing you're seeing some hits. Good. Oh, oh, yeah. You, that blast from Yossi, man. Yeah. He, he just <laughs> yeah. says, Yossi just said, "Screw it, I'm just gonna blast it in as hard as I can." You know, everybody talks about how hard Weber's shot was, and it was a legendary hard shot. Yossi's got to be up there, mm -hmm. man. You watch him when he takes a full wind up. Them jokers are moving. Yeah, for sure. Um, we should talk about Roman Yossi a little bit. Um, he's only got one point through four games, too. Yeah, what do unlike think about him, that? but I'm, I'm not too overly worried about it. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I think we're so caught up on what he did last year, mm -hmm. and we just have to understand that that was just such a historically like a 40 year type of For occurrence. Sure that it's just not something that happens. He'll be fine. I What he does for this team can't be measured. Mm -hmm. um, I think his point totals will be fine. Um, is it going to be what he did last year? Probably not. But one point through four games, that's not real. I mean, I want him to obviously be a high point producer. Yeah. But he, he's got other roles as well on this team other than that. Yeah. I guess I'd like to see some of that uh, put the team on his back type stuff, but it's a little early, so I'm sure. I think he's been fine, early. honestly. Like I, I mean, the points aren't there, but I haven't yeah. really noticed anything in particular when it comes to him. I did. Uh, there's been a couple plays where he's gotten um, deked out a little bit. I think there was a goal scored on him in the Dallas game where one of the Dallas games where he got, uh, I think it was the first goal of the game in the first game. If I remember correctly, I'd have to go back and look, but there was yeah. a goal. There was a goal Dallas scored where he definitely got juked out a little bit and got, yeah. got that a little bit. Un, he got a little bit undressed. I, I would have to go back and figure out what goal that was. But <coughs> I mean, for the most part, I haven't been upset at all with, with Yossi yeah. and I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> All right, coming back, coming up on the midway point of regulation. This is Catfish on Ice, episode 152. Chad Minton, Rich Howe, and Kyle Perkins are your host for our first watch-along episode. If you're new to this, we stay with you till the end of this game. We are staying up late, everybody. We are doing this for y'all because we love watching hockey with y'all. And we are in the Eastern time zone, so not, I know it's a late yeah. start. It's a late start in Nashville. Guess what? It's, e it's an even later start um, for us. So that was, that was one of the things on um, Facebook, one of the groups said, somebody put on there, why is this home game starting at 830? ESPN. Like, it's ESPN, <laughs> national television uh, on national TV. That's why. Yeah, they can, I they still can. want the Manning cast from Chris Mason. Ah, oh, that'd be great. The what? Like so what they're the what yeah. Peyton and Eli Manning are doing for football? Oh, yeah, 
They basically do what we're doing right now. Only yeah. they're only they're way more famous and they're probably a little bit more funny than we are. Yeah. But they do that for Monday Night Football. That's basically what we're doing right now. And they have a, they have the they have the luxury of having this gigantic multi-million dollar studio and all these yeah. fancy little bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. But other other than that, we're doing exactly what they're doing. I'm sitting in front of my $50 mic that I bought off Amazon. <laughs> I'm not even using a microphone right now. I haven't gotten mine in yet because my new my, my new uh, Surface Pro doesn't have a port, a USB, USB. port. You don't have a use? Uh, you, have USB? you have to buy one of those like little adapter things and I haven't gotten one yet. A dongle? <laughs> Ooh, saucy. I'm, I'm sorry. It is my favorite word in all things computer. To... <laughs> <laughs> and, it never, and it's never not funny. No, it's not. <coughs> I have to say it at work quite often, and I enjoy yeah, it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. There are definitely certain words that you just love to say. You can get into a situation where you might need a double dongle. That's happened before. <laughs> I mean, lots of stuff. Hands-free dongles. Hands-free, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All, all that. <laughs> all right, guys, so how about we uh... – <laughs> Yeah, like, let's change the subject. <laughs> How about we, anyways? This is a perfect time to get into our next topic here. Oh, love it. Let's uh, first of all, did you guys see? Did you guys see what? So, Chris Chelios is one of the in studio guys now for ESPN. Did you see this? I did not. I saw his hair, but yeah, his hair, that, his, his hair is. I mean, hey, I can't talk about anybody in their hair because I have no hair, so I, um, I never ever talk about anybody's hair. Well, I but, think I um, any, but, okay. but no, anyway, so they were, he was talking, they were asking him about like the old days and uh, Kevin Weeks is on there. We all love Kevin Weeks. Yeah. Um, and then Steve Levy's always done the ESPN NHL stuff, even from the early days. But anyway, so they asked Chelios about did fights used to always happen between teammates mm. and, Chel- and Chelios is like, Oh yeah, it was a weekly occurrence at morning skate teammates would be getting in fights and and he was talking about the good old days and the roughnecks and and it's just you know you've always heard all this stuff but then he goes it was like the perfect segue it goes right to um pre-game routines of preds and kings and it shows the kings players in the parking garage kicking a soccer ball to each other yeah like hacky sack and i'm like you yeah. go from talking about guys like fighting at morning skate to these guys yeah. like, oh, we're kicking us. I just thought it was a funny segment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You're, you're, go ahead, Kyle. I think it's changed a lot since he well, played. Yeah. I think it was just yeah. more or less like for me, it wasn't even about that. I'm sure there's still plenty of fights that happen between teammates. I thought it was more funny. Like if I would have been a studio producer at the time, I would have been like, yes, do that. That's a perfect segue. Yeah, that is hilarious. It was just, it was just really funny. Yeah, anyway, you hear all those old stories of like those guys eating pizza in between periods and smoking oh, cigarettes in the locker yeah. room. And, and you hear about you hear about the baseball players and the quarterbacks who used to go into the game and they would drink like four beers before right. the game or something. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely times have changed, but um, <laughs> can't do that. Let, let's. Uh, it doesn't mean they don't do it, but <sighs> anyway. True. Let's uh let's talk let's let's go to our battle for the central power rankings, guys. Uh oh. Oh boy. And this is just what I got down here at the bottom. I feel like the Preds and the Wild fall in our power rankings. You guys can push back if you disagree with me. 
And obviously the star has probably got a rise in our power rankings. <laughs> if you want to go by records. Well, we're not going just by records. I'm going by, I mean, yeah, definitely like the records are important, but I'm just going off of how impressive the stars were. And I already had them as a weird team to put a peg on to begin with. So to see them not only look so dominant in two games mm-hmm. against the Preds, but then they also beat the Jets four to one. So they're now three and oh. I've got them in second place right now behind the Avalanche in my power rankings. See, I, I put them at, at one. Whoa. Hey, man, those dudes are playing really not well. ready to go that far. They're playing good hockey. They're playing good hockey, and Colorado has lost the game. So, yep. I think if you, if you, if this was the NCAA college football rankings, stars are number one. Yep. Well, sure. I get what you're saying there, but I've still, <laughs> I've still got the stars number two. I've got – even though it's – so it's really weird that the Blues have only played one game. Yeah, that is weird. And they won't play their second game until tomorrow. Like, I don't – it's just a weird scheduling gaffe. But I got them number three. I got the Preds number four. I've got Same. the Jet. I've got the Jets number five. The Jets got a really impressive win over the New York Rangers, four to one. They did. And then they turned around and lost to Dallas 4-1. to But I put them at number five. I dropped the Minnesota Wild all, all the way down to number six. They have they're, really... they're fighting with the Yotes and the Blackhawks. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. But I kept them at number six. I put the Coyotes at number seven. They got that win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Good for them. And then Blackhawks, they've got a win on the season. They beat the San Jose Sharks 5-2. to two. They only lost to Vegas one nothing in a game, so they're at least showing a little bit of fight. It's really early in the season, so we're not going to yep. draw any sweeping conclusions about anybody right now. But that's my first edition of the power rankings after the games have started this season. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go next. So going on this first week, so I have Dallas because of they're just playing. I just think really well. Uh, Colorado, they had the one hiccup against Calgary. St. Louis, I have them third, even though they've only played one game, but they really we know we know what they are. We know their roster, we know they're deep. Their forward group is right up there close to being Colorado level when it comes to their forwards. So yep. So then I put Nashville at fourth. Um, I have Winnipeg in fifth. They had that good win against the Rangers, like you talked about. I have Arizona. At sixth. Whoa, there you yeah. go. That's a first. I don't know if you've it ever is. put Arizona I, higher. I don't think seven. I ever have, but I'm going <clears> to <throat> chalk that up to beating the Leafs. And then um, <laughs> I put Chicago actually at seventh and Minnesota at eighth because they have not won a game. So if you go for, for their performance for the week, Minnesota definitely an eighth. There you go. That's a, that's definitely a first in the battle it for is. central power. I actually, I actually wrote Minnesota Wild number eight. Never thought I would type this, <laughs> but they're off to a bad start. So I'm pretty sure for most of last season you had Minnesota like second or third. So yeah, I think they hovered around there quite a Times bit. Times have changed. By now, the way, the pre the Preds are on the power play. They're trying to widen this lead. They've had some chances. It's not that they haven't been in the zone. It's just again, uh, you got to finish. Janelle and Nino were right there in on one. Yeah, they was, were. They were close, man. They were. Glass, glass was just hanging out right in front too, and 
it, it, it some a lot of times it comes down to just the pass being just a cut. Oh, like a, like that a was tenth a of good a, defensive play. It, it's like a, it just a tenth of a second off. You know, like all it takes is just like that small little amount of time for the pass to be off. But oh, they were penalty. God, this is a special teams. This game is just all special teams, guys. Predators are back on the power play. That that was a hold. Yep, that's what they called. I mean, how many penalties now between both teams? I mean, this is this whole game has been played on it special seems teams. Like it's been a lot. Yeah, it's. Uh, do you remember last year? Whenever I said Cody Glass would lead the team in points, I do. I think that t- that prediction may come true. It just was the wrong year. Oh, I'm man. not saying this year either, but I'm saying. Oh, you're saying if, eventually, it, one day. Like I'm one thinking season. he's really impressed me. Oh just, yeah, and considering the line mates he's playing with, it's even more impressive. I could totally see within like the next three seasons, Cody Glass being a top six player, being a top well, six center. Once like because so. you know eventually Ryan Johansson's going to move out of the picture. And you know how perfect it would be to watch Cody Glass evolve and just keep growing. And then finally Ryan Johansson's contract falls off the books and then Cody Glass just moves his way on in. That'd be pretty awesome. I think that that's very, very possible. (laughs) Um, And I think it's pretty cool that any time that Granlin takes a maintenance day for practice – Glass is the center of the top line. See, that's mm-hmm. good experience. That's really good. That's awesome. So, so we got Brant Brant Clark, whoever that is for Los Angeles. <laughs> in the sounds box. like the manager at Ace Hardware. Okay, first of all, Rich, when you said Brant Clark, I thought you meant like commenting on the stream. Oh no! I'm sorry. And I thought you were about to pop up a Brant Clark mm-hmm. at the bottom of the screen, and I was mm-hmm. like, I thought you were thinking. Brant Clark, whoever that is, I'm like, no, he's a rich. I'm like, he's a he's a professional hockey player for the Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> you mean you mean Brant Clark in the penalty box wasn't on his phone watching our live stream? No, no, no. Oh yeah, Jano was right down there on that replay. He was. Yep. <sighs> All right, back to the power play. Here we go. Yep. Let's make something happen. No, nope, that's not going to get it done. I mean, they're 0 for 3 tonight with four shots. So, even though they're up 2 to 1, the power play just continues to not be able to put one in. Turned it over again. They cleared it. <clears throat> and sometimes it really does come to come down to just uh, overthinking it, overpressing, pressing a little too much, you know, Sometimes you just have to simplify it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially on the power play. Like, sometimes it really comes down to simplifying things and just Ooh, making boy. the right play. Yeah, man, they're just... <sighs> they're just... Their timing's off. It is way off. That's what I was like, getting ready to say. They're trying to pass it to each other <clears throat> to set up a good shot, and they just can't, like... Mm-hmm. Into the they're, skates or yeah, they're just behind like throw, somebody. Or, yeah, they're just like throwing pucks around. And when they're trying to shoot it into the pocket, the shooter's pocket, like get a good shot off, it's not on time. It's not timed right. Yep. Forsberg with a bad pass. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just the timing is way off. Oh, gosh. And they're not, and they're not like, I don't know. Duchesne snapped one that got blocked. And now he's got a breakaway. Sorrow stopped it. Dang, Rich, you're like five seconds ahead of me. He's a long time ahead of front of me. I'm about to refresh my browser. I'll quit commentating. You're no Pete Weber. I'm not. And he skated down a little bit. (laughs) Brent Clark, whoever that is. Brent Clark, whoever, whatever. The general manager of Ace Hardware in Lebanon, Tennessee. (laughs) Brent, assistant general manager. Oh, yeah, not general manager. I'm sorry. He's just the assistant general manager. Mm -hmm. Fellas, I have to duck out for one second. I will be right back. It's okay. You are good. Oh, he ducked out, ducked out. For sure. All right. If there are any Brant Clarks out there who are general managers of a hardware store, please join the stream right now. Yes. Be the best moment in podcast history. Uh, it would be amazing. What if what if what if a real general manager just popped in and said, My name's Brant? My name's Brant. I can sell you a warranty on your new air filter. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a give you a two year warranty. All right, and get you a hundred thousand miles. This is uh, Brant. I'm the assistant general manager of the Ace O'Reilly. Hardware in no, Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> I'm O'Reilly's. Oh, Team O'Reilly all the way. It's awesome. O'Reilly Auto Parts. You got O'Reilly Auto Parts up where you're at. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my. <clears throat> Is that, is that is that the the your auto parts store of choice? That, that's my auto parts store of choice. We'll save that for the offseason. We'll do our top five. Oh, Cal Peterson just had to do a little hop and a jump to make that save. He sure did. They're going to show All right, and they do an icing. All right, we're we're getting down to one minute left in the second period. Episode 152, Catfish on Ice. Let's see who got that shot off. So, Duchesne fired it into the traffic. It got blown. Oh, that was was where Soros had to come up big. It was a good stop. That was a really good stop, man. That was not an easy save at all. I think what happened there is uh, the LA Kings skater got in a little too tight on Soros, mm-hmm. and he was under duress. Like he wasn't just completely loose one on one. Yeah. So they're think- taking shots, the Predators, and they're <clears throat> like, there was a good opportunity off yeah. the rebound, and nobody was there to get it. There's enough resist. Well, yeah, Peterson. I'm telling you, he he gives up the rebounds, man. Yeah. He's not. I would not confuse him with being a top tier goaltender in this league. So there's going to be chances. They just got to keep plugging away here, because I feel like the Kings got another goal left in them. Yeah, uh, I really do. I agree with that. So I think the Predators are going to need at least one more goal to win this game, even though they're up two to one. Yeah, I agree. Got Gramlin and Kopitar in the face-off <laughs> circle. Call back out. in. Did you have to go potty? <laughs> no. Um, so apparently, our cat performed. Where is this going? Uh, performed her feline duty and caught a mouse and delivered it to my fiance in bed. 
Oh. Oh, oh that's a good kitty. <laughs> that's what kitties are supposed to do. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm, I'm proud of her. Yeah. Kitty was proud of, what, of her work and wanted to show off. That was a heck of a save by Peterson. Yeah, Duchesne yeah, almost had one. He read it. He read the play really well. We need Duchesne, to. Duchesne's been a little snake bitten this year. Yeah, for he, sure. He's got one empty net goal to his credit through four plus games. So the herd line is out. Oh, oh yes. You know. Okay, I, I with, hate being the last person to find things out. With a wraparound. Nice. Yep. He used that big body. You just do not see – those are – I think that's might be one of the hardest things to do in hockey almost. I got to see the replay on this. I love the goal, but what's Peterson thinking there, man? Like, I, I feel like he should have had that part of the net sealed off. I want to see the replay, though. Yeah, they're showing it right now. Sissons. First of all, you win this. You win the puck battle. Uh, that's what's most important is you win that puck battle. Her that line, was just work right there. Her yeah. line going to work. Oh, he got his own rebound. Yeah, he yep. got his own rebound back. Yeah. He didn't give up on the play, man. He So, Peterson made the initial stop. Mm-hmm. And he plugged it away. And got I couldn't tell it. where it went, though, like on the second shot. Did it go above or under? It kind of snuck through his pads, man. It, oh, just, yeah. it was just a, literally a, a matter of Janot, like not yeah. just pushing it past him. Hey, man, I'll take a 3-1 lead. You know, it's not one of those, like, pretty goals that's going to end up on Sports Center necessarily, but, I mean, Dan one of those, it's one of those hardworking goals. Dan all Hyman. right, that's it, literally what that's literally what that's literally what we were talking about there. All right, getting love it. Did y'all see that stat just now? I missed it. What was it? Tanner Janot was one of three players to as a rookie to lead the league in fighting majors and goals as a rookie. <laughs> there you go. One of three players in NHL history. <coughs> Kyle, we never got your your power rankings. Are they about the same as ours, or do you have any major? I'm pretty changes? similar to Rich. Uh, actually, I I probably say I'm identical to Rich. Other than uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would put the Yotes in front of the Blackhawks. Mm. I still think there's a little more talent on the Blackhawks right now. So you got the Min- Blackhawks Minis- at number six. Yeah, uh, Minnesota's gave up 20 goals. As yeah. bad as Nashville has been the last couple of games, they've gave up twelve. They've gave up twenty in three games. Man, Mark Andre yeah, Fleury is getting touchdown scored on him. They got such so issue. That. I hate that for him. Well, it was kind of a surprise that they even brought him back. And then you know, I was I, I'm on record of saying this, guys. I know y'all, y'all can back me up on this. I don't understand the love affair, preseason love affair that ever, all these national media pundits had with the Minnesota Wild. I saw mm-hmm. plenty of predictions out there putting the Minnesota Wild as the second best team in the division. Oh, and, and I'm saying they're going to win the cup and everything. And else. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm not reacting over four games. I'm react. I'm just reacting over how I felt before these four games mm-hmm. even happened. I just. I'm not saying that they're this bad. 
you know, they could still be a playoff team. I'm just saying I don't know why people are jumping on their bandwagon of maybe even getting past the, the avalanche and all this stuff. Like, I just – you know, like we did our preseason power rankings. We talked about who is the second best team to threaten – the avalanche and we all kind of went back and forth between maybe it's the Preds, maybe it's the blues. Maybe we can mention the stars, but I think we all thought, well, well, I don't know about the wild, you know, like we just, yeah. we're not sure, you know, so they haven't looked good so far. It seemed a little weird. That's for sure. So uh, Michael Gallagher that works mm-hmm. for the national scene, um, he just posted, I don't know who was more fired up about that goal, Tanner Janot or Dan Hinoat. Yeah. Those two uh, seem like they're tight, tight. So, yeah. Which I love Hinoat. Hinoat is I, an awesome coach. He, he is like the pro – I mean, that whole coaching staff. You got Scotty Nickel in there, who's part of the uh, youth uh, – the uh, uh, minor league development scouting team and stuff. I mean, that whole coaching staff is a player's coach type of mentality. Oh, Inclu- yeah. Including Pecorine, who is the now – Coach the Yeah, so it's like it goes all the way down, you know. All right, everybody. We're in the second intermission. The Predators are winning 3-1 to one over the L.A. Kings, our first watch-along episode, marathon episode – we're coming up on two hours, everybody, of episode 152. Um, our last watch-along episode was when all of our hearts got crushed live. When oh, we, yeah. When we got, a, we got swept by the avalanche. I I, I kind of want to go back and watch that live stream and be and see how uh, crushed we all were. But I remember, I remember <laughs> when we were watching when um, Soros got hurt. Oh, that was even worse. I remember, like, I was like going like this, and Kyle's was just, Kyle's eyes were just like. I think no, I, I threw my headphones. I remember Kyle. <laughs> no, I remember Kyle being like, "Are you serious right yeah. now?" And I think you were speechless. I think we were all speechless yeah, for like ten I was seconds. Like, oh no, we were all yeah, just man. like, "This isn't happening right now." Not only are we, you know, like, not only are we still trying to fight to get in the playoffs, but we just lost Soros. Mm-hmm. Ugly. Now we got to look at Chris Chelios's hair. I have to look at it now. Mm. Oh, you got to. You got to see it. All right. Gives me a great time while my two co-hosts are looking at Chris Chelios's hair. <laughs> we are presented by DraftKings, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win this matchup tonight. You could have put down $5 on the Preds to get off the schneid, get off the two-game losing streak and beat the Kings. And if they win, which it, they're up 3-1 to one right now, so it's looking good, you could have won $300 or $200, I should say, in free bets. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays, combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. 
See our show notes below the episode for details on if you have a gambling crisis or you need gambling help. Please call the numbers below to get help with that. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Promo code THPN, DraftKings. Episode 152 of Catfish on Ice. We still got a whole third period left to go. Preds up 3-1 to one over the Kings. Uh, Rich, you got any stats to share? Let's see what they got going on now. Well, here's a good stat. Uh, the shots on goal predators have overtaken them 23 to 18. Uh, still winning the face off. Uh, LA did get a power play goal. Uh, out of five, they've gotten five, five opportunities. Yeah, one out of five. Um, predators still leading hits 1913. LA has 10 blocks to Nashville's eight. That second period, the predators really kind of seized control of that game. They did. Outshot sure. the Kings 18 to 7. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. For sure. And let's check what's going on with Money Puck right now. See what they're calling the game at. Doesn't Mark Messier usually do these games? Isn't he like in the studio? They got so. Kevin Weeks. Yeah. Wow, guys. I so I love so, Weeksy. So guys, even though we're up. Even though we're up three to one, according to Money Puck, the game is extremely neck and neck. Uh, your expected goals for in all situations is one point eight nine to one point seven two favoring the Preds. So, wow. not not exactly what you would call a stellar performance so far from Cal Peterson in net. And Tanner Janot is leading the Predators right now in expected goals for. Of course, he did score one, but he is leading the team right now in that category. And your deserve to win a meter is extremely even. Only it a is. fifty, only fifty-one percent. Surprising. Only fifty-one percent is favoring the Predators. So it's a three-to-one game. This is kind of like a little bit of uh, some poetic justice, if you will, because the game against the Stars on Saturday, the Predators not only won the expected goals for but they also were considered the more deserving team to win that game mm-hmm. by money puck, and they still lost the game 5-1. to one. So it just goes to show you that hockey is all about taking advantage of the opportunities when you get them, and sometimes you can win a game even if you didn't dominate all the chances and dominate all the other things. So it's still a very close game right now. It's funny. It says probability next penalty is on the Predators 42. <laughs> Should be higher than that. This is great. I've never gotten on here before. I'm going to start oh, getting on Money here. Puck is like That's amazing. Great. Yeah, I've never gotten on here before. Just go between Money Puck and Natural Stat Trick and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Natural oh. Stat Trick Natural Stature gives you more of the nuts and the bolts of it. It's just like straightforward. Money Puck has all these little fancy little graphics and animations and stuff. Yeah. You can I'm just not nerd. smart enough for a natural stat trick. Dude, natural. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing about natural stat trick is it doesn't tell you what any of these things mean, some of them. So you just have to like guess. That's why you need people like uh, who's uh, Brian Baston is one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. In the Preds community who just like mm-hmm. knows everything about that stuff. But um, um, definitely way above my, uh, my yeah. brain level. That one, what was his name? He used to write for Predlines. 
um, was real smart. Young guy. What was his name? You remember him? A- uh, Amen. Oh, Amen. Uh, yeah. Dude, that dude was – Is he still he, around? I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him in a long time. But, yeah, he was really smart. He about, was covering like three or four different teams at once. So, he I'm was. sure he's still in the – I'm still. Yeah. I'm sure he's still covering somebody. I just have lost – I've lost track of him. mainly uh, Philly now. Yeah. No, he's oh, a big Philly guy. He's a big yeah. Philly fan. Yeah. He I, had know maybe, he's still, I know he's still doing stuff. I just – I don't know if he's doing as much Pred stuff anymore. Yeah. He had one of the most amazing Twitter handles, Gin and Juice, J U U S E. It's so great. And then it had his uh, his uh, avatar was like a Photoshop, uh, yeah, UC Soros like team picture, official team picture. But it was him smoking a cigar or something. Yeah, the and they put the the, gla- the sunglasses on. That, yeah, it was hilarious. How they do yeah. that with memes. It was awesome. Yeah. But he's really he was really smart. Yeah, he all knew all that stuff, stuff man. Yeah. Like good luck arguing with that guy over a game. Oh yeah. <laughs> he would yeah. he would you would say one thing and he'd be like, uh well actually No, not really. For sure. Uh all right. Sabres are still up on the Oilers three to one, guys. Yeah. Um Vegas and Calgary's tied. That's probably a good game. <laughs> I would love to see the Sabres finish this game out and beat the Oilers. It would be crazy, right? That'd just make me really happy. They're not showing the anytime I can anytime I can see the Oilers and the Maple Leafs both just like people just not, do not like the Maple Leafs at all. Well, I just like to see their fans get disappointed because they just they're one of those like teams that just they th- they just think they're so much better every year than they are, you know. Yeah, I saw some whispers of uh, their coach being in the hot seat already <laughs> this season. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Sheldon oh, Keith. Keith. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're starting to run out of excuses. It's not like they don't have a ton of superstar talent on their team. Yeah. I think at, at some point you got to start looking at the coach and be like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. And at what yeah. point do they look at their GM that has all this money tied up? That too. In basically one forward line. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the same boat I kind of see Edmonton in, you know? I mean, you got to pay those really good guys, but at the cost of, you know, the rest of your lines oh, don't perform as well. That go-ahead goal by Philly was just such a horrible oh, no. turnover. That was such a horrible turnover by Tampa in their own zone. So, I have Glass and Geno on my fantasy team. Oh, oh let's really? talk about that. Me and Rich are going head to head right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's check it real fast. I don't want to look. I lost my first game. It was close. Um. You're winning 119 to 112 right now. Oh, and the projected score is 355 to 353. That's crazy. Do you remember last year, Rich, you beat me by a half a point? I do remember that. Yep. I have it, I, have, I literally have it screenshotted on my phone because I'm like, that is crazy. How do you lose by a half a point? Yep. See, I this sw- if this happens again, I'm gonna be it's gonna yeah. be rigged. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now, it's rigged. So this sucks because, like, I've got Connor McDavid and he's only got 1.8 points right now. 
He wore himself out getting me all them points last year. I know. Also, I have Nino Niederreiter who does absolutely nothing right now. So I'm I'm starting to be really nervous about a few of my picks. First of all, Trevor Zegers has not done anything. I almost (laughs) said a bad word. I'm sorry. Has not done uh, crap for me this year. <laughs> uh, Braden Point got me a negative point two zero. What what mm. the heck is that? Um, Vasilevsky has not been his dominant self. I'm just like, what are my, my, it's like my my core Person guys are Chad. not doing anything right now. Yeah. Um, but you got a bump from David Perron. That's good. Twenty six point four points. That's pretty I think good. That's, that's how many points he has for the week. I'm just looking it at guys, good. and I, I'm looking at guys so just good. playing. I'm looking at guys that played tonight. Oh, gotcha. By the way, I accidentally left the live draft too early the other night, and uh, so I have a couple players on my team I didn't even draft. I did not draft Seth Jones, so nobody put that on me. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> that was an auto draft. That was sure you did. That was not auto draft. I swear that was not. That was an auto draft. He's got me zero points this week, by the way. So I actually thought I was going to be in trouble um, with goaltenders last week because as of Sunday night, I only had two guys, who two appearances, and it wasn't for sure that uh, Thatcher Demko was going to be in goal. But he, he wound up playing, and, uh, yeah, that would have been – That's bad. the hardest part about fantasy hockey yeah. is your goalies. It for like sure managing is. goalies because if you get your three goalie starts for the week, you don't have to start your goaltenders. Yeah, because they can lose you points if they have a bad game. Mm-hmm. So like if I you get never thought about that. So like if you're like mm-hmm. if, if so if you reach like Friday and you're up by like thirty points or forty points and your goaltenders have already played three games for the week, then you can bench all your goaltenders in case they're going to lose you points. But that's a risk because the goaltender can get you a lot of points too. So it's kind of like true. you're taking a gamble either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Thatcher Demko wound up getting me a – he's at negative 3.6 right now, which that's ugly. All right. So My that, goalies that, are like killing that. it. Who's your goalies again, Kyle? Sturkin and Hillebuck. Oh. Mm. Yeah, you're good there. Yeah, see, yeah, I, don't, I don't have – like, Demko is usually really, really good. And the um, other one I have, I, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was Elliot Friedman who picked Demko to win his Vesna trophy this year. Uh, it yeah, it was either Friedman that. or it was one of those guys, those big yeah. guys. I, I want to say it was Friedman on his 32 Thoughts podcast picked uh, yeah. Thatcher Demko to win the Vesna this year. So. Yeah, my other one is uh, Linus Allmark, and he, he switches off with – did you guys see the uh, tweet from Robbie Stanley just now? Mm-mm. He says uh, the crowd at Bridgestone breaks out into Rocky yeah. Top, and Tanner Janot scores immediately. Coincidence? You be the judge. What a week for the balls. Robbie, uh, I love Tanner Janot, but blah. Don't spare like me, top, huh? spare me on the Rocky Top and the Tennessee balls, please. Yeah. I'm happy for them. They're a good team this year, but I let's not tie them into the Predators. Here's a uh, Paul Robles. I got the under at five and a half. It's probably oh, good. Oh, that's getting close. Yeah, you're getting close, getting close there, but 
Not a bad bet, though. You might be good there. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though. I would not be surprised if we don't get two more goals in this third period. It just there's a lot of open ice here. There's, I'm kind of surprised it's this low scoring to begin with, with how this game is. Yeah, played out. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Dynamic duos. Mikhail Granlin. Thank you, Paul, for joining the stream. Yes, though. thank you very much. And, and your bet might it might work out. You're it's it's not a bad bet. You're looking good. All right, guys. Hey, this is gonna be a hard one to pick here, but we still gotta do our clutch performers of the week. We do we do our clutch performers <laughs> even when we lose. If Kyle goes with who he wrote down in our chat, gonna, well, let me funny. say let me say mine real quick. All right. Let me say mine real quick. Mine is really easy and straightforward. I can't pick anyone else for our clutch performers of the week because it was two games against Dallas Stars. It's at the bottom of the screen. Who else but the Johansson line? I mean, at least they did something. If you look at their analytics, especially in the second game, the Johansson line was actually very productive. They just couldn't finish, but at least they produced offense. At least they made things happen. So I'm going to say my clutch performers of the week is the Johansson line. Tolvanen, I, I liked what I saw from Tolvanen despite the final scores. I thought he looked pretty comfortable out there. Johansson and Niederreiter got a goal in one of those games. So I it's it's a very easy choice for me this week. It's just give it to the yeah. Johansson line. It's not like I'm that impressed by it, but I got to pick somebody. So I'll just go with the Ryan Johansson line. Yeah, so I'll I'll do mine before Kyle goes because it was easy. Nino Niederreiter, he's the only one. That's all I got. Oh, you can't. I know you're you breaking do, the rules here. I know pick you're supposed to do three, but pick the Zamboni driver, pick okay. the hot dog guy, the pick hot somebody. dog guy, um, the guy that makes the the little uh, the food on the French fries that they sell in the little helmets in Bridgestone. He sold a record <laughs> number of those, so he's your another clutch reformer. There you go. He sold a lot of those. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Very ugly. 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 <laughs> All right, and I, Kyle, I, you shared yours with us, but I, I'm already—I need to be reminded. Who are your clutch performers? Um, Mason Marchment for the Dallas Stars, <laughs> Jake Ottinger, and uh, Nino Niederreiter. <laughs> so at least you picked one Predators player in our clutch performance. And Jack Daniels. <laughs> how, how about that? How about the? Uh, Wyatt Johnson, the guy who first career game. Oh, yeah. Scored. That was yeah. kind of cool. I didn't like that it came against the Predators, but I did think it was kind of a cool story. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. I, I hey. really don't. I've I've been a noted Dallas, um, not liking them, but I actually don't really mind them all that much. They got a lot of talented people. I just don't like I, it when they play the Predators. I think it's the Corey Perry effect. You like them yeah. a little bit more since he's gone and the hate kind of is fading yeah. away. Everyone's That's still, more of a good rivalry game than e – Yeah, everyone Everyone still thinks about the – there's two There's two things at, at, at effect that why people hate the Dallas Stars. It's the Winter Classic memories because uh, – and Ryan Ellis getting, getting hurt in that game and Corey Perry and mm -hmm. how that game just flipped out of nowhere or whatever – um, there's that. And then of course the 2019 shock to the system, not oh. back down to reality. 
losing in the first round when you were a favorite. That was probably the first time in team history other yep. than uh, that was maybe that was actually probably the second time in team history that they were the favorites in the first round and they actually lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that very well. So I think that's that's another one when it comes, people just remember that. Oh, who was that that just laid out the hit at the oh, Blue Cole line? Smith? Holy crap! I see why he's, he's a, getting I see why he's getting minutes on the fourth line when he's laying out hits like that. He's a he's a big old boy too. That was a wrecking ball, man. That's what you want from your fourth liners right there. Yeah. I guess another another thing that makes Dallas a little you don't mind him as much as Radulov's gone. Like yeah. people, people hated him too. I mean, uh, for obvious reasons, Predators fans. I just don't like the stars out of respect because I feel like they're just always going to be that team that the Predators mm-hmm. are going to be fighting neck and neck with. And so naturally I can't like them because they're going to yep. be right there with us. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Um, it, it's kind of out of – it's honestly out of respect, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Two-goal lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. Don't they sure always is. say that? Looking at the hits numbers here, uh, Janot's got four hits. Sanford's got three hits. Lazan's got five hits. Haven't seen much out of uh... – Oh, Nino tonight, huh? He's been no. quiet. Yeah, he's kind of like been a ghost out there, you know. Like he's he's yeah. only got a ele- he's only been on the ice for eleven minutes, guys. Oh, that's weird. And then, um, Ekholm too. Ekholm's a little quiet. Okay, so um, nobody used the NHL app because it's totally not right. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's saying that all these guys have ten minutes or less of ice time, but it's still Uh-oh. saying it's but it's saying it's in the third period. So, <laughs> classic NHL technology here. Their little trackers in their helmet must be broken. <laughs> I mean, it's literally saying that like these guys that like if this if these numbers were correct, then we're not in the third period. <laughs> like it's mathematically <laughs> impossible. That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so disregard anything I said about any of the numbers just now. I'm just going to throw the NHL app in the garbage and never use it again. It's funny when I just thought of this. So, uh, like, I guess the year of COVID, they were testing out all the tracking and all the stuff they were going to put on the screen and, you know, t- t- ice time and all that stuff. And it and it wound up turning into – ads on the on the boards <laughs> for uh, that they put on on the uh, around the around the rink um, you just don't see much of the tracking stuff like they talked about but, but I do think ads. I do think ESPN does a pretty good job of like sharing like some really like cool stats yeah like, like I think they do a way better job than what NBC Sports Network did Lazan is in the box again what is up with that boy? I I mean, we knew this. We knew this was going to happen with him. He's just that – he's always been that type <clears> of guy ever since he's been in the league. That was a good stop by Ekholm. But, yeah, these are the kinds of things you can't be doing when you're trying to protect a two-goal lead. Absolutely. 
Kings are – was this their sixth power play of the night for the Kings? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you can get away with that maybe against the L.A. Kings. You can't get away with that against the elite power play teams in this league. If, the, if the NHL app is right, I think this is their sixth one maybe. If. Big if. If it's right. I can't tell. Well, just look at their ice time. See, see on your end if they're tracking the ice time correctly. Because, I mean, that yeah. was a dead that was a dead giveaway when I saw that some of the top line players had only played eight minutes. I'm like, that can't be right. I don't know. As much as they've been on the PK, yeah, it's showing like Granlin with 15 minutes, McDonough with 15, almost 16. Forsberg with 14 almost. All right, boys. That is true in terms of this entire game has been on special teams, whether it's the power play or penalty kill. Oh, somebody just had a big block. in with the block. Yeah, right? Monster. Killed it. Sweet. I like how ESPN does the shot speeds too. Yeah. Like it's just just interesting. Like, oh wow, 86 mile an hour shot. Like, okay. Um hmm. Preds iced it. Cool. What else we got to talk about? Late. 13 minutes left in the game. What else we got to talk about? Didn't you have something funny interweb stuff? We can talk <laughs> about that. Did you guys see the uh, – I'm going to actually pull this up because you guys got to be subjected to this with me. Did you guys see the creepy uh, <laughs> video of the Padres fans? No. In baseball? Oh, my gosh. No. Did you see it, Kyle? No. Okay, I'm going to play it for everybody because it's, it's very creepy. So it's it's a group of fans before this. So I know we're not baseball people here, but the Padres, I guess they're playing a playoff game tonight. And they're these guys are doing a chant. These like old guys are doing a chant before the game. And it's very cringy, and I got to find it now. All right, let me turn up the volume here so you guys can hear it. Hold on. Oh, I've seen it, but I didn't listen to the audio. All right, well, here's the audio for you. I mean, I don't even know if that's supposed to be like a like supposed oh, to be funny or I think I see I, I see it right now. That I, is I, I mean 
Wow. Kyle is speechless. UC just made one heck of a save. Um, but uh, <laughs> that that goes back to it. Sounds like something you'd hear in elementary school. I don't even know. Like I said, I was speechless. Like my skin was crawling when I watched it for the first time. I was like, "This has got to be some type of a comedy." like skit or something like it can't be real it, uh, but i actually it, think it was real i think it was a real thing you get that it secondhand re- embarrassment it reminded me of that um that rap video that guy did for calgary last year oh you remember that i can't remember what it was called people just like flamed that so hard because it was just i see what you there. did there yeah oh oh I did it, and I didn't even mean to. It's twelve o'clock, man. It's the witching hour. We are almost at midnight here, guys. Can we get this commercial break over with so the Preds can win? I don't know, right? Like, dang. Kyle don't need to take a nap time on the podcast. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'm about to fall asleep myself, but it's only because of these commercials. What else? Is there anything else funny that was on the internet that you all saw? I had something else. But now I gotta find it. Um, you guys didn't find anything funny? I saw. Uh, um, I thought. Well, I was gonna say I thought it was kind of wrong that the Kings on their website, their game day preview, they used Victor Arvidsson as their cover athlete. Like, yeah. nice job trolling us there by showing our beloved RV in a Kings uniform. Well, our beloved RV almost cost him the game last night. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, let's see what else do I got? Oh, yeah. Um, Did you guys see? This is actually like really awesome, actually. So did you all see the um, TikTok video of the random guy? He has like a TikTok channel. He's walking through the park and he – randomly meets a 97 year old world war ii veteran and he, all he does is just like um hug him basically and oh, say oh do you do you want it like a new friend and like they like and like they end up going to disney world together and they like document it it's like just oh, random, wow. just spreading kindness just being a nice person right it's like that's the whole point of this exercise and so this random young person went to disney world with a 97 year old world war ii veteran made this guy's day you know, and cool. all this. And so uh, the show Good Morning Football, which is a really popular show on NFL Network, um, they talked about it. And Cooper Cup, which is the wide receiver, the, one of the really good wide receivers in the league for the Rams, LA Rams, um, they brought this World War II veteran, his name is William Good, brought him to the game. Oh, cool. And, and signed a football for him. And again, this man's 97 years old, a World War II veteran. Like, there's not very many World War II veterans left. No, for and, sure. And so I just thought that story was really freaking cool. awesome. That is awesome. So you don't, you just don't get to see a lot about we that, a lot of that stuff anymore. More of that on social media. But it all started from this random person who has a TikTok channel and just wanted to do something nice and spread like the awareness of being kind to strangers and being nice to people and. So it's it's a real, it's turned into a really great movement and a really good awareness thing, and it turned out to be just great all the way around. So hopefully awesome. that hopefully that will spread to all the other 
thousands of people who have come across this video and shared it and retweeted it. Hopefully they'll do something nice to us for a stranger and it just spreads. That's what, that's what spreading kindness is all about right there. So yep, absolutely. That's all I got guys, but I thought that that's a good way to end fun things on the interwebs there. Uh Oh, we have another penalty. Dude, they just like crashed into the, like yeah. the net was off and everything. And Preds are back on the penalty kill. Shocker of the century. Ryan McDonough is going to have 45 minutes of ice time. Cole Smith. Let's see what happens. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on now. That is so – guys, are you seeing what I'm seeing? It was a cross yeah. They called it. Yeah, is but the two – Is that right? Is that what that two, is? Yeah, but the two guys were tied up, though. That's like two guys just getting into each other in front of the net. Like, if anything, that's an incidental – You'd think that. I just think that I don't. I just don't see how you call that in that situation. Yeah. Uh, interference. Sorry. So looking at money puck right now, and uh, the Oilers got beat four to two. Golly. I love it. But the funny thing of it is, if you look at the deserve to win o meter, it was seventy seven percent Oilers. <laughs> wow, that that's pretty bad. Yeah, that that's that's not that that that's way worse than what the Preds went through against the Stars. But it was kind of almost the same way. Right now, the deserve to win a meter in this game is fifty-seven percent. La, are you serious? Yep, fifty-seven to fifty-seven point three to forty-two point seven. Well. All I know is if this game doesn't end soon, my dog's going to pee on my rug because he's ready to go out right now. <laughs> he's like, man, I don't care about your stupid watch along stick biscuit game, whatever it is. Watch alongs don't mean nothing to me. I got to pee. He's like, I'll show you. You want to watch something? Watch this. Watch me pee on your carpet. Well, he's also a senior dog, so I feel like if I take him out right now, he's going to take so long that the game will be over by the time I get back. So, Might be. He takes his sweet old time. Yeah. My dog takes her sweet time when I take her out, but she only does it when it's either raining or super cold out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh and I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my wonderful dog who probably has to pee is now drinking a bunch of water. So I'm sure that'll... <laughs> I'm sure that'll make the situation even better. Nothing better than that sound. No, it drives me crazy when he's licking. Oh, I know. It's, that licking yeah. sound when dogs oh, yeah. won't stop doing it. Oh, mm-hmm. it drives me crazy. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. Yep. And I'm a dog person. I love dogs, but that drives me crazy. Our dog sleeps in our bedroom on her bed at the foot of our bed. And she usually starts like cleaning herself like at four in the morning. Oh. You hear that? You hear that nasty sound, and it's like, yeah, it's the worst. I hate like, it. Stop! Stop it! <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't say anything. So he'll just do it even more if I say anything. I it's like, yeah. uh, Jeremy Gover just posted a thing as of right now. Uh, the Kings have taken four penalties for eight minutes. Nashville has taken eight for sixteen. Yeah, so literally double. Right on par, right, right on par with the predator way. We always talk. About the, <laughs> we always talk about the predator way. Well, it seems like the predator way is just their identity is. We're gonna. I think. Go. I think at some point, John Hines in the press conference is kind of say, "Oh yeah, that's our identity." 
We, yeah. we take penalties. We like to sit in the penalty box because we're going to we live get... with it. Luckily, the Kings have not been very effective. Oh, man. Luckily, UC Soros is on some kind of superhero mode. Did you just try to mix up Yuso Parsonins? He's been on the brain lately. He's been on the brain lately. Easy mistake. But Soros caught that like a catcher. Like, I mean, he was. sure did. Hey, just imagine when both of them are on this team at the same time, which is going to be sooner than. You know what Soros Later. is really. You know what Soros has shown us tonight. He's shown us what what we've all known him to be, which is he he knows how his flexibility, oh, his yeah. ability to cover. He's a, he's a small goaltender by NHL goaltender you know terms, and the way he covers that entire net despite his smaller size is mm-hmm. he's showing it off tonight. Yeah. He's been in great position all night. But again, again, I feel like I'm jinxing him here, so I really don't want to talk about him too much. Yeah, for sure. So when Yusel Parsonen's playing, when he does something good, is everybody going to go, use? So we got juice and use. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like it. Is that going to work? So, Kyle, I know you got some stuff on Yusel Parsonen. So our friend Eric Denae over uh, on the forecheck on the future OTF on Twitter. There's another one of your smart ones. (laughs) <laughs> yes. If you want to know about Predators prospects, look at him. I still don't know why he's not employed by the team yet. Yep. Uh, but he did an interview with Carl Taylor and talked about several of the players. It's an extremely good read. Uh, I suggest you all go check it out. But the one thing that stood out to me, oh, no, Rich, I don't like what you're doing. Yeah, that was uh, – I saw that com- I saw that coming from a mile away, though. Jinx. Boo. That's just getting okay. outdated. I wait. Who? That was speed. That was yeah. literally straight team speed. Is that what you saw, Rich? Mm-hmm, for sure. I Little mean, tic-tac. well, but it was. Yep. And perfect timing. That was perfect timing on the pass too. I mean, but that was a. Uh... Mm. It looks right. like. Looks like Carrier was just a little bit beaten down the boards. Mm-hmm. Like Carrier just couldn't keep up, which don't have to say that very often about him. No, in, he's in, normally pretty solid. In that regard, he was beaten down the ice just a tick, just enough yep. to allow for the cross ice um, connection oh, there. And another, there's a giveaway. Rich, I don't, I don't like Ooh. you being ahead. Yeah, no, I don't either. I'm being honest. Oh no! All right, Kyle, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> um, Taylor, uh, when I asked about Parsonen, was saying he will be shocked if he spends the entire season in Milwaukee. Really? That's um, big stuff there. That's a big thing to say there. Then uh, he couldn't stop talking about how mature and how professional he is, and how he's so detail oriented and he's just a professional player, especially at his age. But uh, I think the first time you have that unfortunate phone call from Nashville about a center, he's your guy that's coming up. Oh, wow. And I getting to think about it earlier. It's so, so wait, wait, Kyle, you think he gets called up before Igor Afanasyev gets called up? Absolutely. Not even close. 
Wow. And I'm a big Igor fan, but it's not because, close. Because I'm just gonna say in the pre in, when when in behind the glass when when they were talking to Igor, they both coaches, both Hines and Poyle, and also uh, Carl Taylor said in that interview with Igor that you know we would love to see you up here this season, and we would love to, we would like to see you up here this season. It's just not going to happen right now. So yeah. it, it, it's possible that they both could get called up at some point this season. Well, that that's the difference, too, between centers and wings. Uh, the first wing that's coming up is Tomasino, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the um, thing is, Parson can play all the positions generally. Uh, I, I got to thinking about it earlier today, and I was talking to somebody else about it, and I likened him to a more talented Cali Yarncroak. Um, that's good just a very solid player plays all the positions he's big he's a big kid 6'3", 212 I mean a lot of upside there a lot of upside yeah and I mean going back to Tomasino I mean how we've already talked about it but like you know how long how long does he end up being in Milwaukee for the season? Um, remains to be seen. Anyone can take their best guess on what they think is going to happen, but no one really knows for sure on that one. But uh, I can't wait to watch the Milwaukee Admirals this season. I mean, oh, they're going to be fun. They're going to be <laughs> so fun to watch. They got so many good players, so many good prospects. You throw and Thomas, you throw Tomasino in the mix there. I mean, come on now. I am so mad at the refs from that Wolves game the other day, though, because we were going to have a goalie fight. Oh, yeah. And they stopped it. How dare you? How dare you steal that away from us? Let those dudes fight. You know they want to fight, too. Everybody knows they want to see this two-stay puff marshmallow man go out there and just throw throw hands, and they can barely touch each other because they have so much padding on. Yeah. And they can barely get to each other's heads. It's like so, it's like when uh, those guys they do that they dress you up in those inflatable sumo things. Yes, ex- yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So the Milwaukee Admirals open up their season with a five-two win over the Chicago Wolves this past Saturday. Who were Looking the class of the AHL oh, no, last year? Talk about a big win to open the season. Uh, yeah. Looking at it here, uh, you're seeing a lot of the same players who. We know all about uh, Yusuf Parson had an assist in the game. Jimmy Huntington, I th- you know, I know he's not necessarily an NHL player probably, but I, I liked what I saw from him in the preseason and in the prospect camp. So he gets two points. Uh, Jordan Gross, who initially made their first roster out of training camp, um, he gets two assists in the game. Uh, John Leonard, who was part of the Luke Cunning trade, Gets two assists. And then how about uh, Devin Cooley getting the start, makes 27 saves? Yeah, right. We're the, I think they're saving Askarov for the home opener. Yeah. Because that, sure. that first game was in Chicago. Yep. CJ says going up, Tomasino, Parson, and Igor. Yep. And then he said Cooley was ready. He was chilling and chirping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was ready to go. I was so sad whenever they broke them up. That would have yeah. been pretty good. I can't believe they stole a goalie fight from us. We have to witness that. Jerks. 
Guys, we're in the home stretch here. Less than five minutes left in the game. Preds are clinging on a three to two lead. According to Money Puck, we don't deserve to win this game, but I don't care what Money Puck says. Don't purred, Preds. Don't purred. Please don't purred. We'll never hear the end of it from um, all the Facebook fans if we lose this oh, game. Yeah. So I have found my, my new favorite way of, I guess you could say, anti-trolling. And they really didn't call that trip. Oh, okay, they're called. They called it. They called. I was about to say, don't even tell me that, Kyle, because that was Come as on, clear Harvey as it can Lee. be. Oh, but I, I love Harvey. it. RV's smile though is just so infectious. Like even I just I miss, I miss that. Dude, that. Really. I was to say the same thing. I miss yeah. that. I know he didn't have a place on this team anymore, and I'm you got to let go every now and then. But ooh. For him to take a penalty this late in the game in his uh, Predators homecoming, clearly it was a penalty. Yeah. yeah. I mean – It was obvious. Yeah, he might – he he honestly might have saved a goal, though, in the process. Probably. Yeah, he was trying to Gran- hit him. Dude, Granlin was going to break loose for a pretty good shot on, yeah. on Peterson. So, it's one of those penalties where, honestly, you can't even be mad at Arvidsson for it. Yeah. CJ has a question. If those are his three going up, who would be the ones going down? Cole Smith, Smith and uh, who's the other guy that has never been mentioned on that fourth line? I mean, Zach Sanford is being thrown. Yeah, around. that guy, Michael McCarron. So, I would rather have Kiefer Sherwood playing on that fourth line with Glass than I would Cole Smith or Sanford. At least with Sherwood, you have a proven upside mm-hmm. that he played well enough to be potentially on the second line. Well, this is only Sanford's second game of the season, so you can't you don't really have a sample on him. Cole Smith has actually gotten uh, at least ten games of experience now, going back to last season. So the power play just got negated. By why Matt is and why, what is Matt Duchesne doing tonight, guys? Like he is not the type to normally take. Are, all these did bad they penalties. did they really call that a slash? Are you serious? What is? The, Are you serious? Oh, this has been one of the most ticky tack games. I don't, you know, the league doesn't like this, especially their ESPN showcase game. They they cannot like seeing this game be completely ruled by constant penalties. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like I'm watching an NBA game right now. <laughs> especially a couple of them are, like you said, not. Oh. Much on him. Soros tried to pull off his little uh, poke check there, and then you saw Forsberg nearly break in. Come on. Two and a half minutes. It's going to feel like the longest two and a half minutes of our lives. All right. (laughs) Oh, got to win the race of the puck. No way. Well, they just—I just—I didn't think that was icing. So I thought Forsberg—I thought Forsberg won the race, but he, oh, barely. Come on, boys. So I just tweeted out: the NFL roughing the passing calls are getting out of hand. Riffs <laughs> in the Kings versus Preds game. Hold That's my good. beer. <laughs> so that That's backhand good. chance by the Kings. 
would have beaten Soros if he would have hit it, if he would have been accurate. Yeah. If, I mean, it was an incredibly difficult shot, pinpoint shot to do, but he would have beat Soros up, up top. And they just. Oh, no. <clears throat> we thought we were getting ready to get to go to bed soon. <clears throat> Wow. <laughs> These watch alongs yeah. never disappoint, do they? They sure don't. They sure There's don't. actually some Kings fans in the building, man. You don't really see that. that. That's really weird. Oh, yeah. He beat Saros clean. I think Bridgestone Arena is starting to clear out a little bit. Well, it's forever late. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 11 there, though. Saros has to make that save. I'm sorry, guys. Arvidsson. Soros had. I think that's a save Soros needs to make. Oh, so that guy's had three goals this season, and two of them are tonight. So that, you don't even want to say the guy's name. You're just going to say that guy. Well, I'm afraid. I don't know if it's Roy or Wah. It's Wah. <laughs> it is Wah. You sure? Oh wait. Well, the Kings are actually trying to make. We, we're talking like this game's going overtime. The Kings are actually saying, "No, we'll just go ahead and finish it right now." Oh, man. I, know, right? I, I still the the slash that was called against Duchesne was not a slash. No, he it, was going for the puck. Like his stick was barely brushed over his hands. A slash is when you slash somebody. That's not a slash. That's a graze at worst. Yep. You guys ready for this? The Kings have had eight power plays tonight. Nine. Nine now. Are you serious? They just called another penalty? No, no, including that last one. Okay. Oh, it hadn't updated yet? It hadn't updated yet. Uh. Well. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Rich is speechless. I'm speechless. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You had it in hand, and there's the. I was wondering where the clock was. They didn't even have the clock up, so we got. Yeah, I, I was kind of like, "Where are we at here, peoples?" <laughs> I'm listening for Paul, and <sighs> this is just this every is time classic, the puck goes down there, I'm like, "This is just classic Preds that just can't close out a game." What did I say? They're gonna purred. They purred. They're, they're just. Comp- they're just like they have a hard time just getting organized. Yeah. And it looks to me like they're just playing for the overtime point at this point. We get like that they're point. Just, they're just like, screw this. Like, what we don't even want to let the Kings score another one on us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm all yeah, for I'm getting all the points you can, but I mean they're literally yeah, not they're, trying, wa- they're, they're literally not now. they're not trying to score right now. They're yeah. holding up Scott Van Pelt and Sports Center right now for this. <laughs> That's awesome. Scott Van Pelt sitting in uh, ESPN Studios, like, "Come on, guys, I got a yeah. show to do." Hmm. Good job, War Roy. We would pick <laughs> our first watch along episode all in Eastern Time yeah. Zone for a game that starts at eight thirty, nine thirty Eastern Time to go to overtime. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. 
We got the Columbus Blue Jackets up next. Who knows about them? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't have Patrick Laine. <laughs> And then yeah. we get, and then we get the Flyers after that, and then a four day break, and then ooh, St. Louis and Washington. Ugh. Ugh. Don't like going into what's good, looking like a rough week. Could be. Well, especially considering that Philly is a lot better than what people originally anticipated. Oh no, it gets better, guys. Then you get to play Edmonton and Calgary on the road. I was about to say, is that the road trip? Yeah. Great. Five-game road trip, Oilers, Flames, Canucks, Kraken, Avalanche, and Rangers. So. Wow. November 10th, Colorado. I think that that is going to be a big litmus test there, those two weeks, two-plus weeks. You're Uh, going to go up against a bunch of playoff contending Serious, legitimate, like Stanley Cup caliber teams in that stretch. <clears throat> Let's see if the Predators can actually stack up with teams like that. And I don't even put the Kings in that class, but, you know. Yeah. On paper, they should have definitely beat them already. But here we are. Here we are. We're all just thinking, someone in this now so we can go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Please. But we're committed now. We don't. We, do, we, don't, we gotta quit. Up. Yeah. Because <laughs> the truth yeah. is, it, the truth is, even if we end this podcast right now, we're still going to stay up and watch it. So oh yeah, for sure. You can't it. not. CJ is absolutely right. Perded verb to fail the way only preds do. <laughs> that's perfect. Can you please put that on Twitter so we can retweet that? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Here you go. Jim parted his chance to get a phone number at the bar last night. <laughs> oh my God. Please put that in the urban dictionary. That is like a, that's awesome. <laughs> we purred it tonight. Oh, that's great. If for someone who doesn't know what that's referencing to though, they could really take that a different direction. Oh no, absolutely. All right. What's happening? Um, I just don't like the way this is all. I, I I don't like going up against the Kings in an overtime. They they've got more speed than we do. Oh oh no. Oh, and Forsberg looked like he was in molasses. No, well, that exactly. Like I'm the the Kings have like all this speed. I feel like we're just like no speed. Like just yep. What happened here? Oh, he was offsides. All right. Kings win the face-off. I have a dog that's just staring at me right now. He's like, not, he's not staring oh, no. at me. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, good God, Soros. That oh, was man, that was close. What? <laughs> that Ooh. was close. You got, you got the nod there. You got the. You got the head shake there. The guy was like, seriously? Like, how did you stop that? God. Oh, wow. That needs to be on Sports Center. That was a good stop. For sure. Yeah, if he scored that, that was going to oh. be a Sports Center highlight goal. No, that needs to be a highlight for the stop. Oh, yeah. He also just got an F bomb out of that. So, all right, here we go. Here we go. Eckholm. 
who also looks like he's moving in molasses. Yep. Oh, come on, Dutchie. Come on, Dutchie. Oh, God. Did that guy? It looked like he used his hand to stop that. <laughs> it looks like he stuck his hand up and batted Both of you guys are ahead of me. Oh, man. Hold your reactions for five seconds. I know, right? I'm trying to. I can't. It's hard. <laughs> it's impossible. Oh, overtime hockey. Overtime I wear it on hockey. my sleeve. Overtime. Well, I'm not even looking at you guys right now, so you're not going to give it away because <laughs> I'm not looking at you. We'll try not to. I'm trying to keep my eyes open right now, guys. I know, for sure. If I was watching, in the net. If I was watching anything else right now, I'd probably be asleep. But Push it and you got a three on two. Why do they look like they're moving so slow? I don't know. It's not oh, good. Oh, Niederreiter's tried to go up top. Come on, Yossi. You got Yossi, Tovenin, and Niederreiter. There you go. I like it. All right, they're playing the patient game here. They're trying to set up. Oh, Yossi tried to go for the winner. Oh, keep it in, keep it in. Oh, my God, are you serious right now? Here's the counterattack. You see, this is what That's happens it. in overtime. You just go back and forth. You trade punches. The net was wide open. Trade punches here. Oh, juice again with a big stop. This is like. This is not good for my stress level. Right? <laughs> it's too late for this. Oh, man. I just want to go nap, nap. <laughs> this is like. Oh, yeah. Desh man, if Deshane had not skated down another foot, God, he'd have man. had to go. Both goaltenders, you got to tip your cap to him right now. Oh, man. Look how close that was. Oh, it yeah. hit off a player. Yeah. That's going in the net if it doesn't hit off that Kings player. Yep. Oh. What are we doing here? Oh. Oh. God, another oh, penalty on the Kings. There we go. And you've got almost two minutes to work with it. This is your time. I don't want to see this go to a shootout. Come on, guys. you got almost two either. minutes yeah, here. It's going to be four on three. What happened? Let's see. Holding. Let's oh, see. Yep. yep. Yeah. But he had to. He had oh, no yeah, choice. he had to. He, he, he knew what he was doing there. He had Forsberg going in. Forsberg finishes goals like that all the time. And he mm -hmm. probably would have probably would have beat Peterson. Drew Doughty holding. That's that's what they're saying on the broadcast too. They're agreeing with that. It's like you you didn't have a choice. You had to take it. Four on three to end the game. Face off win. All right, boys. You'll see. You almost got one. Oh, open net. Uh, the rebound was right there. Oh, I hate being behind you guys. I feel like I'm so out of the loop. <laughs> it's, well, for the longest time when you were in Nashville, I was like 30 seconds behind you. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was horrible, yeah. Oh, how the turntables. That's right. 
Oh, gosh. What is going on here? Dude. That's brutal. Dude, Shane can't buy one tonight. That is brutal. All right. Come on. I mean, they're just – they're right there, man. Like, they're just – Yeah, they are. And they just keep – can't get the clear. Or they they keep getting – Kings keep getting the clear. Just so y'all know, my laptop's on battery saver right now, and I don't know where the cord's at. So, uh oh, I kind of need Uh-oh. this game. I kind of need this game to be taken care of. Well, well, we're down to we're down to twenty seconds. My luck, it's going to go to like ten shootout rounds. Come on, I'm Shane. all for having. I'm all oh. for having Yossi out there, but man, he is not looking fast. How is Get the puck. I mean, Shoot out. Shoot out. <sighs> hey, Rick. Yo. Do what? I think our streams are tied now. Are they? I think we I've actually caught up streams. to you guys. I'm only like two seconds behind you guys now. We crossed the streams. <laughs> the shootout's really going to be where it's going to screw me up because y'all are going to mm-hmm. know exactly – God, man, that was just a huge – that was a block shot there. That guy just got right in the shooting lane. CJ said, what goes first, the last <laughs> Um, if, if it, It's close, man. I think it's – I think that's way more suspenseful right now for me than this shootout. Is, yep. is my dog going to pee or is my laptop yep. going to go? Nikki called this, but it was during the overtime. I need a slow Joe goal. Well, you might see that. Maybe. Oh, here's the sequence. Oh, gosh. Yossi had a really good opportunity. All right. The worst thing in hockey, in my opinion, happening right now. I agree. It's cool to watch, but I don't don't like games ending this way. Not, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not, uh, well, in this case, neither one. I've of always play. said right. that they should extend the overtime to ten minutes. Yep. Yeah. You would you would settle most of your games in ten minutes. I think so. Three on three. I think mm-hmm. so. Like this game, it's this game we're watching right now. I think it would have been settled in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, Forsberg got stopped. Oh, uh, Kevin Fiala. Of course. First, first up on the watch it be Fiala and Arvidsson who score the shootout goals. Come on, Juice. Uh oh, good save. You said nope. I was a little worried there that Saros was a little too far out, but he uh-huh. he recovered. He always does that though. He's he, he likes to challenge the skater. Yeah. Well, that does force the skater to have to make a decision. Like it, it changes it, their angles. It does. Like it All whereas right. if Whereas if you sit back too far, they can make more. All right, here's Duchesne. I don't – whatever. Dude, what a shot that he – Peterson's on one. I mean – You just got to give it – you just got to give it to Peterson. I I can't – Duchesne executed that perfectly, and he just stopped it. Oh, no. 
Yep, there's one. All right, Preds got a score here. Hardy. Preds got a score here to uh, keep this shootout going. Yep. That's a good move. It was a good, good move. Good move. Juice wasn't over far enough. Uh, enough. And he don't have enough leg. I mean, he was no. fully yeah. in. I mean, he could. He, he physically did everything he could do to stop yeah. that. That there's literally nothing else he could have done there. He couldn't have grown two inches. Come on, it's on the captain's stick right here. That's it. That's ball game. That's ball game. Mm. Pain. Well, guys, that that's. I mean, yeah, they get a point, but that's one of those games where. Had it in hand. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of those games where I, I don't think the players give one crap that they got a point in this game. They've, they've got to be really ticked off, not only after the Dallas game, but now they come into this game with a 3-1 lead. They blow a two-goal lead and in the third period, and, I mean, it's just it's not good. It's not good. But thank you, everyone, for staying up late with us. If you're catching us at the very end of this stream, thank you for watching on Twitter, at Catfish Ice, or watching on our YouTube channel. Please hit the subscribe button if you're watching right now. It helps a ton. This has been episode 152 of Catfish on Ice, presented by DraftKings. Promo code THPN with Chad Mitten, Rich Howe, and Kyle Perkins. Our first watch-along episode of the season. The Predators lose in the shootout and they lose to the L.A. Kings. They're now 2-2-1 two, two and one on the season. We will see you this weekend for a brand-new episode of Catfish on Ice, so stay tuned for that. Until then, this has been Chad Minton with Rich Howe and Kyle Perkins. Everyone, have a great evening. Have or morning. Or morning, I should say. Yeah, right, for sure. Have a good tomorrow. <laughs>